It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Tell about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show The Hoosier Sophisticated Show You know, the guy, he's already threatened to be naked. He's never slapped my ass before. Never once on that. Let's uh, let's take a little walk through the vending space. and I don't, I don't look anybody in the eyes. I don't look anybody in the eyes. It's a general rule I have. I can't trust a guy that looks somebody in the eyes. I'm, I'm sorry that you... Uh, that Steve here decided to grab the only sandwich that was just littered with onions. Jim Thomas, Blue Key CBD. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man, we're here in Kansas City. We're having a great time. We're here to set up our, our little uh, expo. Uh, Blue Key is coming a long ways. We have doctors, we have pharmacists, and all of them's on board. We're doing studies. And uh, this is something that uh, we can all get behind because it's really helping people. No doubt. You got to put a little bit of your peppermint in my coffee this morning and made my whole uh, kick, just kick my morning up a notch. I, I assume uh, you've seen it work for so many of your clients. Is it something that you worked into your daily regimen, like a, like a vitamin? Well, I actually did because I broke my back twice, and that's how I came across CBD. Uh, I broke it in the, the lower part uh, whenever I was uh, 17 in 2011, broke my back again. And uh, fell off the roof trying to clean uh, leaves out of the gutter. I got a guy for you on that. Uh, uh, anyway, I went for four You hear years. that, honey? I'm not doing the gutters anymore. <laughs> so so uh, the pain was unreal, you know, for four years. I didn't take the opioids and all the sure. know, stuff, you know. So I thought, man, there's got to be something out there. If not, I'll just live with it, you know, you know, die trying, right? Sure. So uh, we came across CBD, and I took that, and uh, I knew that it was spot on. But we want to bring it all back to Missouri, and so the goal, you know, to right bring it, everything back to Missouri. So we're working with the processors and growers and things like that to bring it here. That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with a hard question here. <laughs> okay. Who was the uh, Who was the better family helper? Was it the nanny, Fran Drescher, or was it Daphne from Fraser, or was it Mr. Belvedere, Daphne? Oh, oh, we got a Daphne! We got a Daphne! Yeah. We got a Daphne! I knew we'd get a Daphne! Uh, I knew it! You can't, you sleeper. can't pass up on the Cockney uh, accent! We have a new store coming online. It'll be Chesterfield next to Buoyant Float Spa. We are familiar with Buoyant Float Spa. Oh man! So we're gonna be able to have we're gonna have a store right next to this. So we're gonna stock it up with Blue Key and uh, the good hemp products, right? Sure. And then people can go in there. They can get that experience. You know, get themselves ready, and then go into the float. And, you know, I love it, man. It's gonna be fun. 
He is right. So you just put it all together and it makes magic cold. How's it feel to be validated, not only about how much you know about From Canada, my wife. but also about your love for Daphne? I feel, I feel vindicated and validated. There you go. Now we're sitting here with the actual boss of Blue Peace. Uh, Katie, what's going on here? I don't know, man. Why is your husband obsessed with Daphne on Frasier? Daphne on Frasier? That's the first I've heard of that. Get into it. Maybe you should start working on the accent a little bit, Katie. Which one's Daphne? Which She's the housekeeper with the British accent. Oh, yeah. Well, he likes British things. Okay, fair enough. I have no fucking clue. That's the first I've heard. Well, I, I, I gave him a tough choice. He had to run a gamut. It was either okay. it was either the nanny, Fran Drescher, yeah. or Daphne. Daphne. Well, th those are two voices that or, he didn't want to. Or Mr. Belvedere. That mustache. I know. I thought you were asking about dabs, flour, or like. <laughs> okay, no. let's do it. Why would you like be doing that? Well, because I thought he said dabs, and I'm like, oh yeah, everybody prefers dabs. I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm I don't. a flour prefer. I don't. I'm a flour guy. I'm a flour guy. I'm a flour power. It's, it's, yes, that's. Right Give me right. science weed. That's why I always say yeah, that. Seems like uh, I want something that uh, makes me grow horns. <laughs> you got anything? All right, Katie, well, you, right, get, so you got an opportunity to uh, say something so profound to our group. What, what are you going to say? You got to leave, so leave the world with one piece of advice. What's it going to be? Um, don't be scared in the industry. It's not too late to get in. Uh, people are going to tell you not to do it. Um, That's me. I tell everybody to, to, to give up on their dreams. Just keep going. Don't be afraid. Uh, there will be obstacles. There will be delays. But... Trust me, it's, it's our time. It's worth it. It's fucking worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Guys, the best Jim and Katie from Blue Key CBD. They're the best. Go check them out in Fenton. Great little couple here. Always involved at all of these great little cannabis parties. Guys, go check them out on uh, on Facebook, Insta, I don't know if you're on Twitter. Blue Key CBD. Go look it up. Like it somebody. Why are you not Why are you not already following them? Come Figure it us. out right now. Click oh, you're not a Daphne person? Is that the deal? You're not a Daphne person? Just, uh, we're just here at the Cannabis uh, Industry Seminar uh, Expo, and I'm just trying to, you know, make sure that everybody knows that Hoosier Sophisticates here to tell the story, that everybody's looking to know. Try, you want to learn about the flowers? We're going to bring you to the industry, bro. I, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> um, this is a coffee review. We're going to do just one sip. A little half and half, that's where I like to start. I'm going to go one sugar packet. That's kind of a, a chintzy little cup. So here, I like to put my fixings on the bottom here. It actually mixes as I pour it in there. Well, let's see what this what this job is all about. Oh! What we have here is uh, clearly um, like a, a Lego set, right? It's a, it's a stackable uh, UPC, which stands for Universal Pot Container. We're just uh, cruising around. Oh, there's our friends from Clover. I might need to, might need to get uh, we're going to be a uh, smattering of jelly goods, uh, maybe some jams. Uh, uh, but we've signed letters of intent you know, with these three edible companies so that we can exclusively uh, produce their products here. Got it. Yeah. Stickers. A lot of stickers. A good account to have. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one to have. Looking at our suppositories? Yes, no. <laughs> it's the best way to um, get it in your system. So we've been told. <laughs> so we've been told. Huh. I've been going about this all wrong. I've been doing yoga and just blowing smoke. <laughs> well, blowing 
I've just been blowing smoke. I got real flexible though, so I got that going for me. We love all of the people that are coming together here. It's been such a such a uh, a loving, friendly group of people. It seemed like we all have a, we're all pulling in the same direction. Yeah. What do you think of uh, of this event we got going on? Well, I think it's great. It's been a wonderful opportunity to talk to people about you know what they're interested in, what they're doing, you know what they're what they need, sure. you know what they're looking for, uh, what their fears are, and uh, we're just trying to connect people with information. And uh, you know we're all in this together. Yeah. No we're, we're creating the industry as no we doubt. speak. So let's. let's What's MCIA's uh, place in this? So MCIA is we're trying to further the industry and and uh, um, connect people and information and get them testing. One, two, three. Yeah, we're, we're 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 trying to further the industry and connect people and information and grow this industry and get the plant to people. Get the plant to people because yeah. the plant helps people. So. We've been talking about this every at the at the end of everybody's motive or at the forefront is we're here to take care of patients. Yeah, there's going to be money. Yeah, there's all kinds of compliance that we have to learn. But first and foremost, let's get, let's get some patients some help. Maybe get some people out of cages uh, while everybody else is trying to make some money. Maybe not a bad idea to start. Uh, you ready for the hard questions? All right, here we go. Fran Drescher, the nanny, or Daphne from Frasier? Or Mr. Belvedere, go. Mr. Belvedere. Yes, my man. He's a man about his business, my you know? Man. You can't wear a cardigan like that with that just lovely little mustache and not think the guy knows how to keep a house together. That's right. You don't have all the drama that, that the nannies bring. Oh. Webster or Gary Coleman? Gary Coleman. Why do you hate little people? Oh, people? God. Webster's a <laughs> Having a blast. What'd you think of the no, They need to night? answer the question, Daphne. Daphne, the nanny, or, or Mr. Belvedere. Uh, even though Thank she's got you. that real annoying voice, it's Fran Drescher. Actually, I'm kind of into the real annoying right voice. On, it was like Fran Drescher and Joey Lord Adams. Like those were the two. Boy during those days. No doubt. Great. All right, you're on the you're in the hot seat here. Oh yeah, Fran. A lot of people not over the Revolutionary War. Daphne's getting no love here. Can't give the Brits any love around here, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nope. Let's go. Steve, I'm super excited. We're here with uh, Grow Active Solutions, Avenir, People's Safety and Consistency. Let's go over here to our friend Pete Johnson. Let's have a talk. Pete, what do you guys yes, do? Sir. Well, part of Grow Active, we help people with solutions and uh, helping them grow the correct way, the right way, right off the bat, so they can uh, have quality product and do their thing. Whether they're patient, caregiver, or micro or macro scale, we help everybody out in many ways. Right. Tell me a little bit about Avenir. Avenir also um, is uh, helping people out with uh, banking and Such compliance. We have uh, Tom Lorenz, who is our uh, banking and compliance officer. He helps people out, whether it's going to be a dispensary or any kind of business with compliance with the government. So you can uh, you know, take care of your banking funds. Right on. Needs. No doubt. All right, here's the hard-hitting question. You got to choose one uh, one person to help your family. Is it the nanny, Fran Drescher? Is it uh, is it Alice from the Brady Bunch? <laughs> is it Daphne from Frasier? Or is it Mr. Belvedere? Go. I say let's get them all together and let's figure this out. Oh, oh now we're talking. Time now we're talking. All right, Pete knows what's up. Pete Johnston. Pete's, it's yeah, Asia, Pete, real yeah Pete's gonna fit into the sophisticated Hoosiers <laughs> group. Real nice, Pete. Thanks for taking some time with us, brother. Fantastic. We appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for having all me. All right, take care. Thanks.
And you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin, traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it, want to change the world, there's nothing to it. Hooray! I never thought my life could be anything but catastrophe, but suddenly I begin to see a bit of good luck for me, cause I got a golden ticket, hooray! I've got a golden twinkle in my eye. I never had a chance to shine, never had a happy song to sing. Suddenly half the world is mine, what an amazing thing. Cause we've got a golden ticket. It's ours, Hoosiers. We've got a golden ticket waiting for you. You're in. Good morning. Ivan with a nice little cameo. You are easily one of the weirdest people I know, and it's why I it's why I choose to it's why I choose to be here all the time. I'm just trying to get weird, man. I'm just trying to get weird, and there's not much there's not much weirder than petting a dog's eyeballs, making sure that your finger's nice and dry first. He just loved that. Love their eyeballs being pet. Uh, Stewart says, "Don't eat those poor dogs." Ivan. Yeah, I love cheese. Yeah, probably. Sure. I mean, if you think if you think it's worth like if you think that there's any entertainment, is it in the trash? <laughs> you just pulled it out of the trash can. Yeah, I'll eat it. Whatever. A whole cup of cheese. Yeah, sure. Okay, if you think it's gonna be good, I I don't know how good that content's gonna be, but. You gonna do it? Oh, can I can I warm up here? I'm not ready to eat it just yet. Man, you know that seems like a second hour endeavor. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I feel. Save me some of that cheese brew. Oh, we both quarter zipping today. What's up? Actually, I'm almost half zipping for real though. But I'm quarter zipping. Yeah, dude. What's up, dog? How's the? Uh, how was traffic this morning? Oh, I just wanted to get back to the table. Dude, I know. I just wanted to get back to whole reclaim beauty. I'm living with this thing. Save me some of that cheese. Reclaim beauty's her name. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I, you know what? That's how you're gonna be today. No, 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 no. Don't. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to turn you off. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't see you dancing back there like that. That's a little suggestive, bud. You didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, you should watch next time. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. 
Um, what a show today we have in today. store for them. Yeah, what are we going to talk what about? What a show today we I have for the I posted something in the group yesterday I wanted to cover no, because... Uh, no, you didn't. I did. You, you posted something in our I'll group. I'll tell you what, we just had somebody down. banned for our one of down. the least suggestive memes. It's pretty suggestive. I mean, it's really not. I mean, it is. But it's, sug- it's the definition it's suggestive. of suggestive. It's suggestive, but it's pretty fucking tame. Pretty tame. It's just I Elaine Benes. Just Benes. 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 Yeah. yeah, like the like the pitchers for the Cardinals. Oh, you think? I'm pretty sure. Allen. And yeah. And uh, Allen. Andy. Andy. Andy was a guy. Yeah, Allen should have been the guy. Allen should just been never the guy. put it together. Never got it together. Never man. put it together. <laughs> he was gonna be the guy yeah. too. Yeah, Elaine Benes. Oh. Yep. Dude, I'll tell you what, that's a gal that's gotten better with age. Uh Julia <laughs> okay. Louis Dreyfus. I, I think she, I think she's, she's kinda pretty. Sexy. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's kinda hot. She's pretty. Settle down. Well, I think she's kinda fucking smoke, bud. <laughs> Jesus. Let's talk about it. Okay. Call in. I've nice. never watched it. I've never even watched it. Call the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, James is going to hate us one day. He'll be like, dude, I just have these drunken maniacs call my office be like, I can't believe that your number is on that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys should actually call 314-961-4800 because he's the best fucking insurance agent in the game. What do you have against great insurance? What do you have against great insurance? Why do you hate sufficiently you covering hate your family uh, and, and belongings and personal property, which is, uh, by definition, an extension of you? You're you know. a fucking loser. Come on, bud. I just posted an assault dildo in the group. I'm still here. I figured dicks and guns was an instant ban. Um, please guns, donate to Jessica's Get Out of Jail GoFundMe. It's it was really tame. I mean, dicks and guns. Guns uh, and dicks. Asizij makes her grand uh, returns. Shit's so dumb. Uh, there's a lot of people that uh, <clears throat> Snave. There's a lot of people that... Uh, Snave scares me. The name Snave. It was kind of like Severus Snape. Oosh. He shall not be named. No, he's not. He, he he was the hero of... Spoiler alert. Oh, I've never seen it, dude. Shut the fuck up. He ends up being the hero? God dang it. I've seen all you know, of them but the last I'm two. I'm not even sorry. I've seen all of them but the last two. Uh, I'm not sorry. I know you're not sorry. I'm not yeah, sorry. It makes sense. The goddamn movies. You got to watch the last two, you dickhead. You can't watch all of them. But They're not the scary. Last two. They do. They they gradually get more adult. They grew yeah. up with the, with the with the fans that started watching them. Well, I'm I tried great. to watch them with Ollie, and we were watching them all in a row, so he didn't get a chance to grow up. So the oh, last two on. was all tits and coke and dicks and fucking pussies. You weren't fucking. Like, you weren't watching that. I was. You were fucking. I'm 10. trying to keep it away from my kids. Okay. And witchcraft. The witchcraft's the part you got to worry about. Fucking poon witchcraft, bud. That's what that movie is about. They'll get you. It will. They'll get you. Pooncraft. Good morning, beautiful friend. Good morning, beautiful friends. Oh, they're not talking to each other. Oh, they're talking to each other. We missed old Gemini Jen, man. I always miss Gemini Jen. I wish she lived here. Always, like every minute. Yeah, I wish she lived here, bud. Yeah, I do. My my heart has a longing for Gemini Jen. Don't you dare fucking belittle my longing. I was just straightening the facts out. Okay, it's longing. Longing, longing. It's not. Longing, it's not shorting. Longing. It's longing. Longing. 
Longhorn. <laughs> it's a great, great <laughs> lyrical genius. <laughs> lyrical genius. Did you have Longhorn steer for breakfast? I did actually have Longhorn steer. Did you have Longhorn steer? Oddly enough, I did. For breakfast. I had four little pieces of Longhorn steer. Did you? I did. That's why you're fucking glowing. Yeah, I'm feeling good, bud. That's I'm why you good. are Carnivore just milky today, today, Jack. Does it? It starts today. I'm doing it with my wife. I'm ready to fucking do this. I'm ready to eat some fucking flesh, bro. Okay. Hopefully it has the exact opposite effect <clears throat> that not eating meat had on you. Yeah, because, well, that's the play anyway. Uh, James Carlton is my guy now, and his crew are really great. By the way, saving me about 150 a month. My Who guy, Jameson, Jameson Dubs. Do we have it on? Uh, I can make it on. Go ahead. Saving money. Welcome buddy. to the Thank James you. Thank State you. Farm Thank family. You I'm happy that you're saving money. I'm saving money myself. Got a call, got a text on uh, Christmas Eve. It said, hey, Crager, policy's going down 85 bones. Oh, what'd you do? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I asked you the question. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do when they told me that? Yeah. Oh, I, I, um. Did you go, fuck it? <laughs> yeah! I was actually in my office. And I knocked my whole cubicle over. I just fucking so juiced. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Kicking Debbie from down the hall. Sorry for blasting your guys' ears out. Um, please, I please. wish I lived there too, Gemini Jen. Okay, let's mm, get to business. Overrated. Who's going to break in the new table? It's not a Hoosier's table till it's covered in cum stains. All right, Kush Coach. You know, you're starting to just take a few too many liberties around here, pal. Steve left. He's Steve's on his way to Grand Junction right now. He says he's on his fucking way. Um, when this table was unveiled to us, her name's Reclaim Beauty. Uh, my, you know, Dan's telling this really heartfelt story, and this guy clearly put so much time into this thing. And uh, he's he's telling this story about how old the wood is and how special this is and how much you know, effort he put into this table, and my wife's like, I'm totally going to bang on that table. Yeah, so. Immediately, right after his, like, heartwarming speech. Yeah, right after um, it. So. That's good. Yeah, we're definitely going to be It's perfect height, too. Oh, and it's dude. sturdy as a fucking, oh, that's the oh play. My it's God. the play. It's the play. You put a little weight on top of that what bad boy. What if you bang? 100%. We'll see on that side. I'm in. I'm in, brother. And then we can start doing like, like uh, the game with the fucking guy shoot the rock. Oh, crossfire? Like, crossfire! Cross trying to make the table all the way across the okay, thing. Easy, easy on the table. <laughs> easy on the table. When our wives watch this, they're going to be no too pleased. <laughs> they're going to be grossed out. They're going to be like, well, now, I hope you know we're never having sex pee-pee. on that table now. Never touching your pee pee again. Ever. I'm, I'll micro needle your pee pee. I'll micro needle your pee pee again. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> How was it? Is it all plumped up with collagen now? Dude, do you see this plump hog in my pants, bud? <laughs> Dude, what's the deal? How'd you get that in there? I don't know. You tell me. 
crossfire. <laughs> you get caught up in the crossfire. 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 Uh, Skittles got a big old Great Pyrenees. Yeah, I know. He's going to name it Shep. No, he ain't. Like from above the rim. <coughs> from above the rim. Above the rim. Remember the movie? Shep. The one we watched the other day. Which yeah. one was Shep? Shep was the main guy, main character. He was the Shep. Kid. No, he's the the main. Oh, he was he was fucking dude for yeah. four runnings. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, Scoochie! <laughs> oh yeah, Scoochie! He fucking oh, slammed. Yeah. He oh, smacks. Oh. He smacks oh. through oh. a backboard. <laughs> he smacks through a backboard and falls off a roof. Am I right in that? You're Am right. I remembering that correctly? You're. you're he goes you're up, slap a backboard. Falls off of a roof. Yeah. This is the fucking premise for a show. Give me some reviews on Above the Rim, bud. Okay. Because they're all going to be good. No, they're not. Uh, I, 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 I guarantee Rotten, they Rotten will Tomatoes be. has it at 18%. That's not good. No, I don't really know. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm oh, it's at 53%. My, 53%? It's a great movie, but... It's a great if that's, movie, if that if, if, by, if memory serves me correctly... Tupac's in it, but If memory okay. serves me uh, uh, correctly... That is higher than a goofy movie. Listen, Bing, I get it. You want to be a part of my life. I just, I, I, you're not, it's just, it's not going to work between us. No, nope. okay? goofy movie still edges it out. Okay, I would have had a fucking problem. I had a big fucking problem if they're saying Above the Rim is better than goofy movie. Big fucking problem. Who fell off the roof? In- yeah, what was his name? Scootsy? Is that what you're calling him? It's something like that. It is something like that. Fucking slippy. Swamp, Have you ever seen Below swimming. the Rim? Below the Rim? <laughs> uh, I've seen Around the Rim. Around the Around the Rim in 80 Days. Birdie is the local thug. Yeah, Birdie's Tupac. Yeah. Um, which, he, just a performance of the, of the ages. Remember he fucking cuts up fucking... Uh, uh, my fucking one of my favorite comedians yeah, ever. Uh, Mac. Bernie yeah, Mac. Bernie Mac cuts him up with the razor, slices yeah. them all up. Uh, what a jerk. Motaw. Yeah. Montrose. Yeah. Remember Eric Nice is Montrose. Eric Nice is. Oh, he played... he played that guy on the other team. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes, I do. I sure do, but not so. Not so. Not so's the one that fell off the roof. Not so. Okay. They called him Nutso. He's playing basketball on the roof. I mean, he was so strong off, that he could like, smash through backboards. That's just really not even a convenient place to play basketball. If you don't have like some kind of fence nope. or wall around, like even if you're really good, like there's a good chance that the ball's going to go behind the goals. In which case, it falls off the roof, what making it very difficult to play the game. What percentage of basketball? Courts are on roofs. Are on roofs. Yeah, I roofs like. or cliffs. I'll put that on there. <laughs> the odds. Not many. The odds of falling off of a roof <clears throat> while playing basketball are longer. Cambodia. Than... There's one in Cambodia. Um. Uh, hmm. They're just removing all sorts of courts in Chicago. Just ones on the ground level too, which is effed up. Hmm. <laughs> They're removing them? Uh-huh. Why? Uh-huh. Because of, uh, of gang activity? Uh, gang bangers? It's because of gang bangers? Probably. I heard, dude, I heard that there were gang bangers right now. Really? Yeah. In going to Las Vegas because of COVID, it's so cheap 
that the rooms on the strip that are normally like two, two, two hundred, two fifty, they're like fifty bucks a night. Is that a real story? And uh, the L.A. gangbangers are they're just hanging out there because it's so cheap. But here's the deal: they're rival gangs, so they're just shooting across the strip, bud. Shooting at each they're other. They're just shooting at each other across the strip, twenty stories. Like up. they're eating fucking crab legs in their room. They yeah. hit a couple shots. They're just like kind One of firing out dice, their window. Mac ten, letting it spray. <sighs> That's what a guy said. That's what a guy told me yesterday. That's what a guy that came in here told me yesterday. I'm not seeing any. Were those the guys that came in yesterday? Who told us that? Who told us that? Yeah. Those were the guys that came in. Yeah. Those guys told us? Well, one one in particular. Who was that? Was that, uh, uh, God, I forget if it was, uh, which scientist was that that came in here yesterday? (laughs) Oh, dude, we have a lot of Which scientists. Ballads, was we Doblin? have a lot of scientists come in here. Was that Doblin? Okay. So you're going to have to be more more uh, specific. A lot of scientists are coming. fucking speedbanger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have ourselves a good time. It's like oh, over no. the top, but basketball okay. and not arm wrestling. Same movie, who, different sport. Who said that? Because they're about to get Oh, it. Jen, you think you're funny, do you? What she Why said. don't you do each other on the table? That's not... Uh, she's okay. I will. Fine. I'll fuck. Fine. Craig. I'll fuck. Fine. Craig out of spite. I, I'm gonna fuck Craig out of spite. Too. And when he says he'll fuck me, he's, I, I'm definitely going to be fucking him. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the uh, same yeah, thing, same right? Day. Like it's it's the same thing. I'm fucking the hell out of him because I'm a power. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get it twisted where uh, the power comes from. Oh, the one getting fisted makes the rules. App privacy labels show stark contrast among messaging apps. Oh. <laughs> you ready for this, Jack? Apple's new app privacy labels went live in the App Store last month, giving users the chance to see what data is collected by each app. We then explained how to view them. All apps are required to show what data is used to track you and what data is linked to your identity. Looking at that more comprehensive category reveals some stark differences between four popular messaging apps. Mm-hmm. This is from 9to5Mac.com. Uh, first off, I love this idea from Apple. I kind of appreciate it. As much as, like, you know, Apple's, like, yeah. still the bad guy, but, like, hey, they're, like, the bad guy maybe kind of trying to give us some kind of customer oh. experience, you know? Um so here we go. App privacy labels for messaging app. Forbes compared Signal, Apple's iMessage, WhatsApp, and Facebook Messenger. So, Signal. Take a crack at what data Signal collects, messaging app. <clears throat> uh, all of it because it's a CIA. None. The only personal data Signal stores is your phone number, and it makes no attempt to link that to your identity. Really? iMessage. Email address? Is that uh, your It's just your, yeah, if, you, if we text iPhone to iPhone, it's iMessage. I ought to look good on here. It's going to happen. No, was, oh, yeah. Table can take it. This thing's on its last Table line. can take it hard. iMessage. Email address, phone number, search history, device ID. WhatsApp. What's up? Device ID, user ID. Advertising data, purchase history, course location, 
Phone number, email address, contacts, product interaction, crash data, performance data, other diagnostic data, payment info, customer support, product interaction, other user Who contact. Who the fuck uses WhatsApp? Dude, Facebook paid like $15 billion for I know. WhatsApp. Who uses WhatsApp? It's really big over. When my sister was in Spain, that's what we used to message whenever they were still like getting like internet, international text rates and shit like that, you know? We use WhatsApp. Um, I just kind of like it because it's like, what's up? But it's also like, what's up? Um, there are currently more than 2 billion WhatsApp users. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. That's as many as there are Facebook fucking users. Okay. Facebook Messenger. That's a lot. Apps have to show what data is used in what way. Categorized by such things as third-party advertising and developer marketing. Some data is shown in more than one category, but it was easy enough to dedupe them in the above apps. Dedupe? With Facebook Messenger, in contrast, the list is so long, I have to list it in full. This is what Facebook Messenger collects from its users. Okay. Purchase history. Other financial info. Precise location. Course location, physical address. Course location. Uh, course, not like not like a race course, but course like rough. So rough location. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, I think about like they were tracking. Yeah. Like, well, they, they are. They, they are. are. They got they precise are. location yep. too. Yep. Physical address, email address, okay. name, phone number, other user contact info, all of your contacts, photos and videos, gameplay content, other user content. Your search history, your browsing history, your user ID, your device ID, product interaction, advertising data, other usage data, crash data, performance data, diagnostic data, other data types, uh, developers advertising or marketing, uh, purchase history, other financial info. I mean, it's collecting these things in multiple areas through analytics, it's tracking your health and fitness. Uh, purchase history, payment info, other financial info. Like that comes up several different times. Photos or uh, videos, audio data, uh, gameplay content, customer support, user content, search history, sensitive info, whatever that's supposed to fucking mean after <laughs> all this. Your titties. Yeah. Oh, dude, Facebook's got so many pictures of my dick. Your titties? My titties, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude. Uh, there, there, there are probably seven different subcategories that list pretty much all of the same things. I'm, I'm, it's an endless scroll. It's an endless scroll of what Facebook messenger is collecting. Jesus, bud. Uh, some have suggested that Apple respond to Facebook's full-page newspaper ads with the response consisting solely of the above list. How many people will... So, so apparently, Facebook uh, did not take kindly to Apple making this feature available in the App Store to where we can see what the data collects. So Facebook, of all people, took out a full page newspaper ad bud Facebook when I when I'm getting the news where are you gonna get it half the time it's on Facebook nor I'm not getting it ever the newspaper the newspaper 
That's not how, that's how Facebook rolls, though. They're going old school on this one. We're standing up to Apple for small businesses everywhere. At Facebook, small business is at the core of our business. More than 10 million businesses use our advertising tools each month to find new customers, hire employees, and engage with their communities. Many in the small business community have shared concerns about Apple's forced software update, which will limit businesses' ability to run personalized ads and reach their customers yeah, be effectively. Be better. whoop the fucking yeah, do You can't read the mind of your consumer. Sorry. 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 Sorry, you don't get it to every aspect of your consumer's life. You don't. Sorry. 44% of small to medium businesses started or increased their usage of personalized ads on social media during the pandemic, according to a new Deliot study. With, without personalized ads, Facebook data shows that the average small business advertiser stands to see a cut of over 60% in their sales for every dollar they spend. Well, <laughs> I just feel fucking bad for them, bud. Because there's no way that they could possibly, Facebook could possibly fix that. There's no way they could let, oh, I don't know, content creators uh, determine what is going to be seen out there. There's no way that they could let organic reaches that were fucking built by brands be reached without them getting paid. Kindly go fuck yourself, Facebook. Gently. No, not gently. No, 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 Aggressively, no. assertively, with purpose. If you can, lose Where's the whole thing? fucking thing in there. Lose the. It's in, it's in. It's a container. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's in our little special spot. Hold this. Out of the secret surprise of the table. There it is. The Facebook. That one's the Facebook, for you, Facebook one. <laughs> Uh, Wingardium. No, Expecto Patronus. <laughs> Expecto Patronus. I've never seen him. Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Facebook collects seventy percent of uh day of your personal data. Instagram fifty nine percent. Uh, Tinder fifty five. Grinder fifty two. Uber fifty two. Strava forty one. Spotify thirty five. My Fitness Pal thirty five. That's percentage of personal data they collect and keep. Between Facebook and Instagram, them owning both of those, they have all of your data. Um, <clears throat> Facebook is still the biggest data grabber of all with the company harvesting 70% of personal data. Um, in a close second comes Instagram, another Facebook-owned service, uh, but it's probably better to think of Facebook and Instagram as one entity. Um, I'm looking at the top 50 sites that they have on here, <clears throat> and the one that is collecting the least amount of your information on here, mm-hmm. Pornhub. Cool, man. I know. Pornhub is only collecting your location, type of phone and device, and hobbies. Well, then how, just then how, pray tell, do they know that hobbies. hot single uh, uh, moms... Uh, in my area, want to hook up if they don't know my location. Yeah, they always want to be like Afton. They're all over. Yeah, yeah, Afton. There's, there's uh, they're all total over grease pigs fucking in uh, in, in Barnhart. Yeah, go on. There's my just... old lady next door. They're big fat old titties out. I'm like, dang, Mildred, what are you doing, girl? Put them away. <laughs> Have you heard of Life Log? Because this is a nice tease. Awful lot, bud. This is a nice tease. It is a nice tease because we're due for a break. 
Uh, I'm going to read you this uh, headline from Vice Motherboard. Um, 15 years ago, the military tried to record whole human lives, and oh, it ended badly. Um, and before Facebook, the military tried to make an all-knowing cyber diary called Life Log. When we come back, we're going to bust in. Oh, that. I cannot wait to get into this, pal. All right, on the other side of the break. Life Log it is. <laughs> Expecto Patronus! Welcome back. Second hour. Who's your sophisticate morning show? <coughs> we are live from the Sweet Leaf Emporium Studios in Festus, Missouri, uh, where the newest Sweet Leaf Emporium location has opened up, and Jason's setting up a little blast-glowing blast station, and he's just blowing nice little toys back there, and people come in, and they give him a little request, and I know he's still got to work on something for Cush Coach. I told him Cush Coach is... I said, Kush Coach is going to come here and punch you square in your lying nose if you don't start making this pipe right now. Where's Denmark this morning? Where indeed is that global guy? Uh, I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, Dan, I am... I don't know, man. I'm, I am I am really humbled by... Pro, I mean, I'm easily, you know... One of the nicest gifts I've ever been given. What do we What do we got here? I mean, he's just you know. Is that this looks like a bishop? Well, that's what I would call uh, it. Bishop. The bishop. <laughs> To A4. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's A2. table is fucking incredible. It really A2. is fucking You're incredible. fucking incredible, You bud. are fucking incredible. You're fucking Dan incredible. was saying he's so proud of us, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to <coughs> express gratitude. I just fawn over I just fawn over this gift we were given. That's a good one. That's a bishop. We'll call that one the bishop. Oh, you're a weirdo. You got a tape? Oh, dude. What are you trying to do to me this morning? Trying to get. <laughs> I got it, dude. It makes Dildo me. spinning. <laughs> it come a long way from banana eating contest. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It come a real long way, bud. No. <laughs> no. <coughs> I believe that. He, well, I should probably wash it off. I suppose. Um, you uh, you had a, a really nice little teaser. Story. Nice little teaser leading into the second hour. I had a hot story. Ha ha, butt plug. Is that for Kush Coach? Uh, yeah. Denison says. Now it is, and I put my mouth on it. This <laughs> <laughs> is like going to mail him code. It's about as big as his little fucking weenie. <clears throat> this is like Kush Coach's weenie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's cute. I'm Goose Coach. I got little wieners. Hey, don't don't make don't make fun of little people with little wieners. Don't make fun of people with little wieners, man. This is weird. I'll do work with this. This thing. is weird. Give for me this. Me. I'll fucking do. I'll do work with this thing. You want to see me figure it out, bud? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me unlock the code? Uh, I don't actually. I have very. I have no actually no desire. <laughs> oh, okay. Like if, if we're on a fair enough. If we're on like a you know a number line, you know ten ten being just into it. Let's do it. Let's go make this happen right now. And oh, who's gonna get stuck with it? Yeah! I did too. Oh. <laughs> Time to the time. <coughs> um, I forgot what I was saying. Life log. No, you were saying life log before the uh, before the break. You were talking about how trim Denison's anus was. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't though. That's not what I was doing. Oh, number line. Yeah, ten being. I totally want to see you do this. Zero being. Mm. We're best friends, and I want to see you do it. No, I I'd rather somebody hoist this table up with a crane because it would take a crane. And drop it or on my head. Or two dudes like us. And yeah, but I gotta be underneath it. You want me to carry this to the top of the building and drop, and drop it on your it fucking on head? My head? If you want me to carry this to the roof today and drop it plinko style on your throat, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your guy. Okay, that's fair. You want to try a wired? My anus is Max Trimio. I knew it. <clears throat> Pentagon kills LifeLog project. Who here has heard of LifeLog? Uh, you had mentioned it to me the other day, so I've only heard of it, but I don't know anything of it. This uh, this article. <coughs> this is the article from 2004. Okay, so this is a little guy. Pentagon canceled its so-called LifeLog project, an ambitious effort to build a data- database tracking system uh, tracking a person's entire existence run by DARPA, the Defense Department's research arm, LifeLog aimed to gather in a single place just about everything an individual says, sees, or does. The phone calls made, the TV shows watched, the magazines read, the plane tickets bought, the emails sent, the, the titty pics received out of this seemingly endless ocean of information, computer scientists would plot distinctive routes in data, mapping relationships, memories, events, and experiences. LifeLog's backers said the all-encompassing diary could have turned into a near-perfect digital memory, giving its users computerized assistance with an almost flawless recall of what they had done in the past. But civil libertarians immediately pounced on the project when it debuted last spring, arguing that LifeLog could become the ultimate tool for profiling potential enemies of the state. This is from 2004. Researchers closed the project... Researchers close to the project say they're not sure why it was dropped late last month. DARPA hasn't provided an explanation for LifeLog's quiet cancellation. A change in priorities is the only rational agency spokeswoman is the only rationale agency spokeswoman Jan Walker gave to Wired News. When did Facebook come online and shit? Probably right around 2004. <clears throat> Had to be. Had to be 2002, 2003. Um, <clears throat> not, 
I'm gonna say, and we were in college, yeah. so yeah, like maybe '05. <coughs> Just weird how these are, you know, kind of right around the same time. However, related DARPA efforts. February 20, 2004. There you go. <coughs> Excuse me. And this this is from February two thousand four. This article from Wired. Lifelog, how fucking weird is that? This is from February 2004? 2004, February. 02, 2004. I mean, okay. However, related (laughs) DARPA efforts concerning software secretaries and mechanical brains are still moving ahead as planned. Lifelog is the latest in a series of controversial programs that have been canceled by DARPA in recent months. The Terrorism Information Awareness, or TIA, was a data mining initiative that was eliminated by Congress, although many analysts believe its research continues on the classified side of the Pentagon's ledger. The Policy Analysis Market, or Future Map, which provided a stock market of sorts for people to bet on terror strikes, was almost immediately withdrawn after its details became, uh, came to light in July. I always thought LifeLog would be a uh, would be the third program after TIA and FutureMap that could raise eyebrows if they didn't make it clear how privacy concerns would be met," said Peter Harsha, director of government affairs for the Computing Research Association. DARPA's pretty gun shy now," <clears throat> added Lee Tian with Electronic Frontier Foundation, which has been critical of many uh, agency efforts. After TIA, they discovered they weren't ready to deal with the firestorm of criticism. It's too bad, artificial intelligence researchers say. LifeLog would have addressed one of the major key issues in developing computers that can think. How to take the unstructured mess of life and recall all of its discrete episodes, a trip to Washington, a sushi dinner, the construction of a house. Obviously, we're quite disappointed, said Howard Schrobe, who led a team from the Mass- from MIT, uh, their artificial intelligence laboratory, which spent weeks preparing a bid for the lifelong contract. We were very interested in the research focus of the program, how to help a person capture and organize his or her experience. This is a theme of great importance to both AI and cognitive science. To TN, the project's cancellation means that it's just not tenable for DARPA to say anymore. We're just doing the technology. We have no responsibility (coughs) for how it's used. Private sector research in this area is proceeding. At Microsoft, for example, mini computer pioneer Gordon Bell's program, My Life Bits, continues to develop ways to sort and store memories. David Carger, Schrobe's colleague at MIT, thinks such efforts will still go on at DARPA, too. I am sure that such research will continue to be funded under some other title, said Carger in an email. I can't imagine DARPA dropping out of this key research area. Okay. I had only, you know how I heard about uh, LifeLog was, do you ever get into a thread, whether it be on uh, Reddit conspiracy or even a Facebook post by, you know, a true brother of the Q or whatever that you're still following? You're like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, I'm not all the way... uh, I'm not against it per se. I I like to hear all of the I like to hear all of the little theories and then kind of piece my own shit together cuz we were talking the other day <clears throat> conspiracy theories 
conspiracy theories seem to be a little bit more cut and dry before, if that makes any sense. That okay, you have nine eleven. Yeah, you got JFK, now people, you like got, here's the here's the here's what happened. Here's the story. Here's what we think happened. Now with conspiracies, it's all over the place. There's like nine million options of what the conspiracy oh, yeah. is. You know, conspiracies well, have almost got, got convoluted. You know, everybody's got a platform to kind of build on the story a little bit and make it just a little bit more outrageous. And what's what's weird is is that like we've gotten so outrageous with our conspiracy theories. And like I'm with it. I'm cool with it. I feel like everybody should be able to entertain, you know, wild and crazy ideas and like, you know, that's part of part of uh seeking intelligence is being able to hear shit that you just can't even can't accept, you know, but hear it and give it give it thought and you know give it a fair shake you're probably going to come to a conclusion that still kind of sits more but you know maybe some maybe you'll be get presented some evidence that you're like huh, i could see that the problem is is that like there's like crazy shit going on right now that doesn't even like it kind of get gets lumped in with like this other insanely crazy shit like there is some very conspiratorial things that are happening but I don't think that anybody's got it figured out like the the order in which they're happening. You okay. know what I mean? I think yeah. everybody's kind of like got their own idea <clears throat> of what's happening. And I think that there's enough like nefarious shit popping up here and there, whether that's, you know, every like when you see these videos of like newscasters and they all word verbatim read like the same thing across the entire country or just like, you know, like just all of these different little things that kind of happened. You find out, you know, the government's testing this or that, or back in the 60s, you know. Oh, poisoned, you posted that meme, and they're they like, what the Saint, hell? They poisoned St. Louis, you know. like oh, I'll never forget Mike Bush doing the. That's the deal, yeah. Uh, the story about how they tested drugs in the airspace of St. Louis. I'm like, wait, come again? Yeah. It, well, they did it over the poor neighborhoods. Oh. Oh, well. well I'm sorry. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> oh, bum job. They stayed out of the central court. Facebook is far better for finding out who is into jizz. But my blog had a level of voyeurism that still gets me spunked up. I bet. I bet that was old voyeurism. school voyeurism. <laughs> <laughs> they did do a re uh, um, article. This is from 2019. Um... Also from Vice, um, there's uh, the ideas behind LifeLog are much, much older than the program itself. In 1945, a government scientist named Vannevar Bush described an idea he had termed Memex. It was, in some ways, a prescient flash forward to smartphones. Memex, Bush wrote in The Atlantic in 1945, <clears throat> would be a device in which an individual stores all his books, records, and communications, and which is mechanized so that it may be consulted with exceeding speed and flexibility. Of course, the 1940s technology wasn't up to the task of recording a person's every conversation and everything it read. It took nearly 70 years for the tech to catch up to Bush's vision. In late 2001, Gordon Bell, a computer scientist consultant, volunteered to be the subject of My Life Bits, a life-logging experiment run by scientists Jim Gamel and Roger Loiter at Microsoft. 
Just collecting data. For 17 years running, Bell has digitized and saved, well, everything. A lifetime's worth of articles, books, cards, CDs, letters, memos, papers, photos, pictures, presentations, home movies, videotape lectures, and voice recordings. That's all everything he's collected over the years. Over 17 years, he saved everything. In later years, Bell added phone calls, instant messaging, uh, transcripts, television, radio, uh, all of that to his record. Meanwhile, Gemmel and Loiter wrote software for indexing and searching Bell's log. To the experiment's architects, its value was self-evident. Given only one thing that could be saved as their house burns down, many people would grab their photo albums or such memorabilia. DARPA, however, saw the military value in the comprehensive record of a person's life. <clears throat> That's when in late 2002, they spent $7.3 million on cognitive computing. Um, it included an enduring personalized cognitive assistant, basically an artificial intelligence secretary that could learn just by watching you. <laughs> To replicate human decision-making, the AI assistant would need data on human behavior and lots of it. That's where that comes in. Uh, I mean, it's pretty wild that all of the problems they had with LifeLog, Facebook immediately solved, and they passed the baton from one to the other. Yeah. And we just read that Facebook is collecting everything. All of it, bud. Well, and as it. long as somebody else is doing the work, the government can just access it. 100%. That's the simplest thing to you do. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah, okay, yeah, you me. do the fucking work. That's like the Romans. They would send other uh, <coughs> places that they had already conquered to try to take over places that they were trying to conquer themselves. So they're like, we don't even have to fight with Romans. We fucking use these bobos to go fight yeah. other nations, and then we go do whatever we want. Okay. Sign me up. You would have been a great Roman soldier, dude. Just the worst. Did you watch Rome? No, but I've always dude, wanted you to. Got, you got to. You got I watched got the got first got episode when it first it's came out. It's my favorite. It is like, my oh. favorite show of all time. But then I didn't catch up. It was like a, what, it last for two years? It's just two seasons. It got canceled because of Game of Thrones. <clears throat> and I started watching it, and I assumed. I wasn't blown away by the first episode. I was expecting uh, Game of Thrones-esque. Nope. Uh, even though I didn't know Game of Thrones yeah. yet, I was expecting, oh, this is the the emperor, and we're gonna follow the the emperor and his gals and shit. And it kind of goes by two oh, regular guys. It then, goes by two guys in Caesar's uh, legion, like the thirteen. Yeah, and uh, Lucius Varinus and Titus Pulo. And I'm telling you, dude, Titus Pulo is the greatest character in any. Anything. Really? He's a fucking, dude, you will fucking love that show. It, okay, it I'm going to watch that. that. It only went for two seasons, but I'm telling you, it is my favorite shit ever made. Oh, it's old boy? Oh, yeah. It's Kevin McKidd and... Uh, the guy from... Uh, uh, no, it's not the guy from, from Snatch. Never mind. I was, I was no, getting mixed up with that. No, it's dude from Grey's Anatomy. Gotcha. Yeah, he was on, on that first. He didn't go to Game of Thrones whenever... like. Because most of the Rome actors ended up in Game of Thrones. Somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You've you've talked about that how good it is, and I remember Dude. watching the first episode, being into it, but then it got canceled, and I was like, eh, it must not have been that good. Yeah. And then I didn't even know about the whole. But Game they, of I mean, thing. it it was. I don't know. They could have drug it out and just kind of lived in the life of Rome, but they, it's it's very you know it's Shakespearean 
Yeah, it's the Shakespearean it. Caesar story. And uh, it gets a little rushed in the second season because you can tell they were wrapping it up. But so, like, you know, they get to Egypt and they get to kind of that point. Like, you know, um, is this uh, Julius Caesar before I mean, Jesus? After yes. Jesus? Okay. Yeah. Well, Julius Caesar was after Jesus, wasn't it? Or was it about 50 years before? Yeah, he was after Jesus. Yeah, after Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway. It is so well acted. The writing's great. If you did, you get in. Did you watch Spartacus? <laughs> like you know, the best it's part about the Spartacus. Best the best part about Spartacus Andy is McDonald. What's well, his name? Uh, Andy Andy Whitfield. Andy Whitfield. Died, and then the other yeah, one. Yeah, no, Andy Liam. Whitfield's great. He uh, the next guy couldn't. I'm sorry, you just can't do that. You, there's there's no. He did fine. Yeah, he's fine. Well, they he's did it fine. right though. They went back. They went backwards in the timeline. So they told the story of Gannicus. Yeah, and like. you know, but the dude, the best is is Body Otis and that. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite things about that show no was, Caesar was before uh, 300 BC or something. Uh, July 100 BC to March okay. 44 BC. So just before Christ, about 50 okay. years before. Okay. Christ. Um. Anyway, Spartacus was the shit. One of the dude. things I loved about it was the language was like the dialogue. Jupiter's cock. If you like that. You'll love Rome. Okay, Dude, I that, do. Like that part is great, and it's got. It just does a really. It tells. It tells it through the eyes of two Roman soldiers hmm. who are just kind of regular hmm. fucking hmm. dudes, getting by in Rome, but kind of keep finding themselves at the crossroads of very significant events in Roman history, and so the way it's told is it's awesome. I dig it. I think you'll love it. I don't know even know how we got off on that subject. Uh, Spartacus from no Spartacus came after anyway. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find some. Picks oh, Denison uh, of Andy Whitfield for the ladies, because good golly, Miss Molly. Going back to the uh, going back to the conspiracy theories, the U.S. paid a Scottish or Irish film company like 150 million back in the mid 2000s to make fake terrorist videos. Many of the beheading videos you've seen were manufactured by the U.S. government as propaganda. Imagine Jesus. what else they're doing. That's heavy. Who said that? A D caller eighty six. Does he want to even give his name? Um, I watched that. I watched most of it last night. Uh, that uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Yeah, it is oh, so much more than aliens. Oh my god! They start getting into all aspects of it, like. Alien abductions uh, perpetrated by the U.S. government. Um, I mean, they get into just the conspiracies of life in general. This is Stephen Greer's this joint? Is, Stephen Greer is woke as fuck, dude. Dude, he's a very intelligent man. Like, he oh, speaks very but. well. He is a charismatic dude. And he's almost, to me, he's almost proof what he's saying is true because the dude just seems smarter than everybody. And if you're that charismatic and like able to get me to I'm in, I'm in. When he's got a very micro quality about him that's like I just like the guy. He's not trying to fucking No, he's like oh, here care. this is what yes. I got. Matter of fact, to me, you want to believe it? I don't care. And they ask him they're like, you know, 
you have all this fucking information about all these, you know, because even presidents can't get the information that's about the aliens and stuff. Like, and he says, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the guy who helped Spielberg write that movie had all these clearance and shit. And he's like, that fucking pretty much plays it out about all that shit and how they've contacted like entire flotillas and it's about conscious. He gets so deep into fucking consciousness that <clears throat> the only thing missing is him traveling to Peru and kind of topping it off for himself for real. Like the, which I'm not saying that's missing. I'm just saying like, I, I, I thought that's where his little documentary was going to go. You know what I mean? I was like, Jesus Christ. Cause he had a near death experience when he was younger and he like came out of his body and he knew that there was some sort of state that was not present in this, but also in the, he called it to be a drop in the everlasting uh, ocean of humanity. He just mm -hmm. felt at one with everything, came back to his body, kind of had this thought like, oh shit, well, I'm not really that scared of death anymore if that's what it is. If I just become back connected with everything and I lose all of the stresses, all of the problems I have that I've created for this little meat suit on this earth with all of our existential problems that we have going on, if I get to be a drop in the ocean and my job is to just flow, rise with the tide, okay, like simple. So he has this back thing and he got he gets deep into his meditation and talking about consciousness. That's what that Aubrey Marcus podcast uh, with, um, oh shit, what was that guy's name? The real fucking good one. Ooh, I'll think of it at the break. Bush? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Dr. Sam Bush? Mm, something like that. Um, that, talking about consciousness. And it's something that we all have and do every day. It's like... Um, you know, how often do you talk? Zach Bush. Zach Bush. How often do you talk about stuff? How often do you go through something every day that you either take advantage or for granted that you don't really overthink, but other things that you do overthink that you shouldn't? The thinking about our consciousness and what it is, because he talks to the scientist who says there is a consciousness that is in the world and these new uh, random number generators which is not like what we're thinking the random number generator these are like i don't know if they're considered ai or not but what they do is they take a room in this experiment and they shine a light and the light can shine in one of four quadrants and it's random so when the thing's in the middle, it's going, the plant, you put a plant in the middle, it's going to shine in each four quadrants, kind of, it's always kind of touching the plant, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like a grow tent. If you take the plant and move it to one of the corners of the room, one of the quadrants, over time, the random number generator will ease into finding the plant more often the percentage of it finding that quadrant and going to that quadrant to light the plant increases. Okay. The guy's going, what is that? He goes, it's one of the most profound experiments of all time. He did another one too that I'm, I'm blanking on right now, but in the movie he does another one that's the same deal. It's like life has an innate 
morphic resonance, if you will, which is kind of what they're getting to. It's almost another. I was like, when are they going to mention Sheldrake? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, w- there's something that everything is entropy. It's chaos. But there is something, consciousness, God, that is putting form to all this, that is coding it, that is finding all of finding the one option in all of this entropy to make things happen. Talking about the multiverse, there may be a hundred million options of this one thing happening, like light finding the center of a plant. It shoots so many uh, photons through the plant that only like 0.0001% are making the plant reaching the spot that it needs to grow. There's that one video from We Are the We Are the future we are from the future where oh, they're talking about all amazing. the people are blindfolded folded in the woods and they're like all these people they're like fucking uh, take a million of them 999 aren't going to make it but that one's going to run through and that's life that's how it happens they send out so many signals that it's like oh life is look at this spark out of fucking chaos and he gets into consciousness and that's kind of Raising the vibrational energy of the group for 2021 and upgrading my own consciousness because we're going to get an upgrade. Oh, yeah. In consciousness. It's all, this is all coming, whether it be the DARPA life log or whether it be you sitting on a fucking mountaintop on some of Makate's pictures, which no he's going to be back with us tomorrow. Sitting there and trying to delve into the deepest part of consciousness because you don't even know what it is and it is everything you know. And they and they start going, oh, the other experiment was, is it processed in the brain? Is consciousness processed in the brain? And he's like, we've talked about it before. He's like, all aspects are pointing now in science that the brain is deciphering kind of the consciousness. It's kind of taking the consciousness and kind of filtering it in and <coughs> making it accessible for your meat body to kind of do things with, you know? There is no proof that consciousness is your brain. And that's always what I thought as a kid. My brain thinks if I lose my brain, I'm just a meat sickle, you know, going on. No, no, no. There's an alter. Uh, knowingness, a uh, 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 being that we're all striving for, but simultaneously you're already there. Mm-hmm. Like what? He, at one point he goes, "What are you looking for? You're already there." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, but here, have you ever tried one of these?" And I love when people get there without psychedelics at first. You know what I mean? And then I love when those people have a psychedelic experience. They're like, I told you. Yep. I told you guys there's something going on over here. Like, yeah. you know, they're the ones who are like, I've been doing the work. Like, I almost wish yeah. that I would have done meditation, life. meditation for a while. You know, mm-hmm. I was introduced. It's like, hey, fucking let's go listen to Modest Yahoo and fucking take mushrooms. If you have it. And, and that kind of goes with when we talk about ritual. What's wrong with our society right now it's like we've lost ritual man yeah if you make it ritual okay meditation you get your meditation practice you got your breathing practice up okay now we're really gonna blow the old top off buddy no doubt here's a little fucking uh booster seat for you we're gonna let's go let's fucking go and see what it's all about let's be drops in the ocean and have that you think a drop in the ocean fucking cares i don't think the drop in the ocean has any has any cares 
I don't think a drop in the ocean. Yeah, I think it's just kind of along for the ride. And that's where I'm trying to get my sensibilities that uh, I want to live the hu- the full human gamut, the whole f- human experience where I'm mad and I'm happy and I'm crying and I'm, I, I, I get all of it, dude, getting all of it. But I also want to be like, huh, I'm a meaningless drop in the ocean. Just fucking, I am a molecule of, of hydrogen in the middle of the air floating away that no one will ever notice or remember when it's all said done. And that's the kind of balance you got to kind of strike, I guess. Joachim Alexander Hilbig says, have you heard of biocentricism? Uh-uh. It's very closely related to what you're talking about, so I pulled it up. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, recent works bridging biology, neuroscience, cosmology, and quantum physics turn these perspectives on their head. Among those, biocentrism proposes a unifying theory of everything and approaches life from a cosmological standpoint where consciousness creates reality and life is not an end product but a force that is key to the understanding of the universe. Mm, there's a lot of books on this, too. I'm into it. Uh, I mean, that that most closely defines my relationship with the infinite. Like, my, my personal experience with what I think happens when I leave this body behind... And what my consciousness is actually a part of, or our consciousnesses are actually a part of, that actually rings pretty pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, going back to, like, we don't know that consciousness is derived in our brain. Like, <clears throat> we've talked about even on, like, just a base, like, reptilian lizard level, our guts will, like, tell us, the uh, you know, middle-of-the-night cravings. You know, get up, you got to go eat something right now. Like, that's... That's not our brain doing that. That's our body that's, like, going there and fucking making it happen. And the people get fucking all kinds of... I mean, we're what? What do they say? Like, uh, 98% not us. Like, we're made up of so much fucking bacteria and uh, uh, just, you know, fucking... Not viruses, but on no, a cellular level. Gut, uh, biome and shit. So... <clears throat> Uh, the human body contains trillions of microorganisms outnumbering human cells by 10 to 1. Because of their small size, however, microorganisms make up only about 1 to 3% of the body's okay. mass. There you go. Uh, That's incredible. We have six, about 6 pounds of bacteria in a 200-pound adult, 2 to 6 pounds. And a, and a how big adult? In a 200-pound adult. You got Holy 6 shit. pounds of fucking... Here it is. This one says more than half of your body is not human. Okay. Uh, Human cells make up only 43% of the body's total cell count. The rest are microscopic colonists. Um, This is from 2018. So so something else is driving the fucking ship. Yeah. Sometimes. And so if you don't center yourself, uh, you're in your consciousness or what your consciousness has maybe just attached itself to. God dang. It's like ants. You know, I always think of ants and shit. I used to always think about. They're just following the thing. Shit pulling levers inside my body. Like, that's where I like. And then, like, you know, Pixar makes inside out. Like, I love that shit. Like, Dr. Seuss with Horton Hears a Who. I've always thought, like, 
And then I remember uh, uh, Men in Black did it with the fucking the kitten's collar or whatever holding the galaxy in it. It's like I've always thought like, well, what if like I'm just somebody else's dream? I've I have thought that since I was a little kid. Well, what if I'm pulling levers inside a another giant body, just like I think is kind of happening in here? I mean, that's really what's happening, right? Like it's just this this spiral, this. You know what I would call a Mandelbro sequence or a, a you know a Fibonacci spiral of. Is sorts. it infinite like, out and infinite down? <coughs> that's There's got to be an end, right? I don't know why. Or is the end the beginning? Right. I. It's like that fucking. It's like the the, the wind Taurus. chime thing that oh. you, that you have, like that just spins, like the little wind sculptures, and it's just never ending and just wrapping. Well, it's like uh, Nassim Haramein pulls like up to the top. A version of one of the multiverses is a Taurus, which is like two tornadoes on top of yes. one another. So yes. it's this never-ending cycle of energy that just keeps transferring back and forth and shit. I'm like, oh, come on, Nassim. Come on, you're killing me, Nassim Hermine. Yeah, I love Nassim Hermine. He's great. <laughs> me too, dude. He reminds me of like an Avid brother, too. Just because he's got long black hair. Oh, I did forget that uh, Dennison did send me. He did a article last night. Oh, he did. Why? He just sends because me because he he just sends you nudes, nudes right? Nude photos. Well, it's not a bad gig. I'm gonna tell you. Let's see here. It's here not a bad go. gig. Everything is an illusion. Nashville bomber spoke of alien attacks. What? Nine eleven. And reptilians changing human DNA in bizarre letters. The guy? The guy. Really good. About time something came out. Uh, Days before blowing himself up, the Nashville Christmas bomber penned lengthy messages to acquaintances speaking of alien attacks, a faked moon landing, and DNA experiments by lizard people, among other conspiracy theories. The man identified as the main suspect behind the bombing, 63-year-old Anthony Warner mailed the strange missives to several people he knew before carrying out the attack late last month, federal investigators said. One of the letters sent with the package containing multiple USB drives went on for at least nine pages and apparently detailed his beliefs, uh, according to a Nashville CBS affiliate. The cover page begins casually. Hey, dude, you'll never believe what I found in the park, but soon takes on a more esoteric tone. The knowledge I have gained is immeasurable. I now understand everything, and I mean everything, from no, who what we really are to what the known universe really is. I say that daily, daily bud. <laughs> I have to remind myself that I am in control of my reality, bud. Uh, repeatedly referring to the importance of perception, Warner wrote that everything is an illusion and that there is no such thing as death. He also relayed a number of claims common among online conspiracy communities, including theories about the September 11 attacks and the Apollo 11 moon landing, saying both events have so many anomalies they're hard to count. The letter postmarked December 23rd becomes even stranger when it goes on to claim that an alien race has been launching attacks on Earth since 2011. This guy's on one. A year, Warner said, was supposed to be the end game for the planet and that the media has covered up the ongoing invasion. Reptilians, or lizard people, also factored into the plot, with Warner alleging the beings seek to control mankind and have tweaked human DNA for that purpose. 
The reptilians put a switch into the human brain so they could walk among us and appear human. Wow. A man? Uh, a man? He was probably right on. I just don't know what to do about it. If there are, <laughs> I'm re- with you, buddy. If reptilians are doing the thing, I just don't know what to do about it. I'm in. I want to help. He says the death is an illusion part made me think of you guys. Yeah, for sure. Well, pretty for much sure. like, yeah, a solid paragraph of that made me <laughs> yeah, think of I us. I, I wasn't sure if Craig was ad living or if you were reading that guy's quotes. I mean, uh, I his, I his idea of what the universe is and what death is sounds uh, straight up. It sounds pretty fucking intimate and true to me. Um, you know, We were talking yesterday. I, Dude, I don't fucking question what people see. I just don't. I have nothing to gain. We're, we're, I have nothing to gain. We were talking that. yesterday about how... Uh, the conspiracy with COVID. I want to, I, I try to get my brain moving. You know, maybe there's conspiracies going on. I don't know what I was thinking with the COVID thing. Actually, I was laying in bed. What spawned all of these, these thoughts was if I am a billionaire, right. And I have a lot of the control of the world. What's my biggest problem with earth right now? Right. What's my biggest problem? Well, guess what? It's people and people being everywhere is my problem. I want to go to the pyramids fucking people there. I want to go to Key West, a bunch of fucking people there. I want to go to Machu fucking Picchu. Guess what? People. Mucho people at Machu Picchu. That's not bad. It's a nice little play on words, but um how do I get rid of some of these people? I'm just putting myself in a billionaire's shoes at this point. How do I get rid of some of these people? And I actually I've expounded on it since we last talked. I get rid of all the. I can't get rid of all these people right now. I need them. I need all these people right now because they're making sure the pyramid. I don't want to do any fucking work. Here's the deal. I'm not trying to do work. If I got to be the only guy in my tribe, which is the earth, a lot of shit's going to fall apart. Okay. Cause I'm going to be like, I can't, I don't have these plebes over here cleaning up my shit. Okay. Clean up each other's shit. Clean up your shit is basically clean up, everybody's clean got, up your yeah, shit everybody's got to handle their own and shit. take care of stuff handle for me. Shit. So when I vi- visit, okay, so now I'm, I've been working on life log. Um, that was my biggest deal. I knew I needed machines to take over for the humans. How do I get machines? Boom, bada bing, bada boom, life log, right? Now I have the information for the machines. Cool. Now we're getting. Well, hey, computer guys, now we're we good. Have enough data to input, and everybody's got doing the data, data input. Everybody's doing on their own. By, on their own. On yeah. their own. No work required. I have. I'm essentially replacing all of the human beings with machines, and I. Not only am I replacing them with what um, replicas of human beings that I think, but they are actually exact replicas of the people that were on Earth when shit was running. Fairly decently, uh, so I could like go fucking see uh, the the uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa. You know they got guys there cleaning it up, making sure. sure it's all fucking great. And there's always like one guy that's like acting like he's holding it up. Oh, you got to. Guys got to do it. Got to. Uh, guys got to do it. <laughs> Come on, Cliff. Every time. Every Cliff, time, Cliff. You, you're such a jokester. <laughs> okay, so where does COVID come into that? that not, they're not really connected. Any nah. of that's not not connected. Nah. Well, here's what I would do. I would start a global pandemic. Sure. Okay, we're going to get rid of a lot of the elders, right? All right. Say there's a a slight bug that goes around uh, a little heavier than the flu, but not the smallpox. It's not going to kill everybody. 
Okay, cool. That gets rid of the elders. The elders can tell no tales, all right? Because the elders are going to be the ones. We've, I already tried to get rid of the elders' memories with dementia. I already tried to put shit in the water so that all of the old people would get dementia. That's what I'm doing as a billionaire. That's almost done. Now I'm getting rid of all the old people. What we're finding out with COVID, that it might have some weird things about it. Like it might have some lasting effects, you know? Okay. Some lasting effects from COVID. If I was a billionaire, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking this out, thought sure. experiment. Myself. Naturally. If I want to get rid of these plebes, peasants, I would release this, this virus. It's really not that bad. On the scheme of it being smallpox or something heinous from a movie. That's what I'm... It's bad, but I'm, not, I'm comparing it to, like, Outbreak, where it's like your fucking face yep. is bleeding. Touch, you're yeah. di- you're, it went through the vent. One particle, we saw it go through the vent. You're dead. Sorry. You had a rip in your suit. You're fucking dead, bud. Like, sorry. No... What you do? The preview for that scene. That's the first time. Oh, fucking monkey wild. man! Fucking wild. It's a great movie, dude. It's a pretty good flick. Um, I'm a huge uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin guy. Hoffman is huge as good as Dustin. they get. Huge Dustin. He, Hoffman. Captain. Everything. Nobody else ever be Captain Hook. No, dude. And he played Tootsie to uh, Rain Man. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Rain Man. Fucking yes. meet the Fockers. Meet the parents. Oh, he's in. My oh, mom loves the movie. It's two about lawyers Mrs. about the kids. It's like heart and heart or something like that. It's two last names. I'll look it up. Um, what I would do is give him a vaccine that makes him slightly infertile. So it's this slow drain on the population that <laughs> okay. you get everybody vaccinated. And then already people are having less kids. But how do you get these other heathens who are having a bunch of kids, how do you get them to have less kids? Well, you get them all vaccinated, and then the population starts to decline. Bill Gates talks... They, they, Kramer they, versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. They talk about Bill Gates wanting depopulation. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you that the way the U.S. is set up right now, it's going, it's going to happen. Like... What did I look up in the next 25 years or 30 years? Uh, Africa will have six of the top 10 most populated countries. And the U.S. will eventually start to fall away because of the baby boom generation. Dude, South Korea had more deaths last year than they did births. Oh, I bet a lot, a lot of European countries, I think, are like that, too. Like, Or, or they're underneath the... 2.1 threshold there is a threshold number that you have to keep your civilization going and it's like each person has to average like 2.1 kids to keep this shit show going and i think the u.s is like at 1.7 or something so the bill gates depopulation thing i can understand that because if i was a rich person billionaire and i could fly or travel anywhere in an instant i want to be able to spend the morning um, in Vegas doing something crazy out. Maybe I'll start in like the desert, work my way in, play whatever deals at Vegas, watch robots do Cirque du Soleil, whatever. I don't need humans anymore. I'll watch holograms of them. Ah, whatever, whatever floats my boat, whatever I plug into. Then in that afternoon, oh, I want to go check out. Uh, let's take a trip north. We're going to go to Alaska, take my jet up there, just kind of fly along the Rockies. I just want to see that. Oh, let's go check out Vancouver. Like All of these places will have 
very limited amounts of people. That way, me and you, you know, we're going to be billionaires one day. I'd be like, Craig, you want to meet me in fucking Paris or whatever? You're like, yeah, cool. And we can kind of let the shit fall to the wayside. And then the billionaires just have the nice natural wonders of the earth and whatever the peasants have built for them. The machines are going to keep those going. So that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think at that point with the machines, dude, I don't think a billionaire's life's worth a whole lot more than a peasant's life. I think life. they're smart enough to put something in the coding that the machines will never turn on you. I think there is a way to do that. I think everyone is way... I don't know, man. That's also in that movie. Every... Dude, they go into Project fucking Mockingbird, Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. The fuck? Uh, I'm familiar CIA with CIA agents infiltrating yeah. all of the news networks. Yeah. And they're like, that's what I'm, that we talked about a little bit earlier. It fucking, they're like, it's, it's so, so easy. Ben Affleck's like, you don't think CIA agents are in the, the media world right now in Hollywood forming the zeitgeist of the, of the nation. You don't think so? Well, I'm here to tell you that 100% is happening still. And it was a fact before you think they just stopped afterwards. So they, they get into all of that. Um, I mean, that, that, that documentary was a lot more than I, I had anticipated okay. uh, as far as that goes. But I'm there's, into it. It's, it's, it's an endless thing. That was just a kind of a fun thought experiment I did. Um, I don't know. I like thinking about this stuff. I don't want to put too much onus on it because I'd rather live in the woods with my friends and not have to worry about much of that 100%. shit. 100%. Like, mm, okay, cool. Here's the deal. It's going to miss me. But it's a good idea to have our kids at least talking about it because it isn't going to miss them. Mm-mm. I by the time by the time it hits, I'm I'm on my way out, and I'm already doing what the fuck I want to do, and I'm probably going to continue doing that. So until I can't. So uh, my kids though, they better get a plan together. Yeah, they better get a plan together. <laughs> hey kids, if you're watching, this if you're right watching, now, uh, pan- it's over. time to panic. Uh, is what I'm saying. It's time to uh, absolutely lose your minds and panic. The world's falling apart, and we have left you with all of the responsibility. So maybe if you want to get a head start, maybe Figure start running now. Maybe start running right now. That's what also I, I meant to get, get to off with this that rock. Movie. That's the deal. You, you got to encourage people <laughs> to get the fuck off of this thing. The and if if that's in physical form, great, cool, fine. <laughs> but I'll try to get this out of here. Get, you know what get I mean? it out of here too. Because that's what place. the aliens like. They're talking about. They're like the aliens are consciousness. A lot of them could be consciousness. Because that's what I always thought. I go, why the fuck are we always looking for water okay. and carbon? Okay. Why the fuck are we always like, no, gotta have that's water. That's just what keeps this thing alive. Exactly. I'm like, you don't think there's some sort of uh, energy field that these aliens could be okay. at this point? That well, let me quick, real quick, before yeah. I forget again. They always, in movies, are always talking about how aliens and uh, AI are going to be horrible. And they said, hopefully it's not. They go, if 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 they wanted to do that and destroy the Earth and they could get here, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. They would have fucking destroyed the Earth. Like, if they had the technology. Yeah. To travel light years. Because they were also, God, they get into quantum entanglement. How fucking... Everything is entangled. What happens to this photon and this photon, if they started from the same source, what happens to the one happens to the other. We just had a meme about it in our fucking group I was so proud of that I was like, is this really what this is? Is this the is this the slit experiment? Through, yeah. Is this this yeah. the whole thing with yeah. the spooky action at a distance and kind of everything's fucking 
that's it's insane to think everything that everything is that, how we perceive it. Everything is entangled, quantum fucking entanglement. So why are we thinking, well, you got to get some fucking gas out of the earth and you got to light it on fire and then it shoots you real fast through the thing. It's like, no, 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 no. What you are is entangled with everything on the other end of the uh, universe. And the other end of the universe is actually right here. You know what I mean? Like you have to understand that first, that your distance of space and time to the other end of the universe when you're measuring in light years seems pretty far away, bud. But when you're talking about, oh, I'm entangled with that over there. Pew. Okay, I've learned because uh, he gets into the the the, the, the Vedas mm-hmm. uh, and the Siddhas and all that kind of stuff. These texts where the yogis were talking about levitation, teleportation. And he's like, you know, I read that fucking younger and I was like, get the fuck out of here. And now he's like in deep meditative states. You realize that, oh, fuck, gets into the men who stare at goat shit where you can um, – See, uh, what's it called when you view uh, something viewing? Remote viewing. Remote viewing. Thank you. When these guys were, they dude, predicted the, holograph- this- the holographic universe <laughs> makes a whole fucking case for that. Does dude. it? Yeah, and it fits within that the whole idea of quantum entanglement because yeah. the idea of it is that the hologram, no matter how you can slice it infinitely, and each slice yep. has the exact same, same amount of information to make the whole. So, like, that in and of itself is an entanglement. If, if, if you're there and it's here at all times, then you just have to figure out how to shift your perception yes. to be able to do yes. that. So it could look like, instead of us moving through space, it could just look like space moving Move through, through us. us. Yes. Or these walls just change. Yes. And it's a whole different reality. Which we, we, know, which we know to kind of be, be true. So, here's, so this just kind of came to me as we were talking about, yeah, like, you know, the, the earth going down and our kids uh, impending doom. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking, you know, if you saw like a giant space rock, if they, they said, hey, you guys got the 24-hour warning, guys. You know, like, we're going down. Uh, you know, you, you, in 24 hours would be a real nice heads up, you know. We'd probably know a little bit before that, but 24 yeah. hours would be a real <laughs> nice heads up. That <laughs> would be decent. Because if we would, because like if you go too, if you warn us too far in the future, then there's a lot of anxiety that builds up. People go fucking crazy, right? But if you kind of let us know with 24 hours, there might be a little bit of a frenzy, but really people are going to be like, fuck, I got I to gotta make right with this. I got 24 yeah. hours. I'm going to fucking I gotta, gotta be with my people. Let's, you know, the fucking Avengers assemble. Let's just all be together. You know, like I'm going to be with my wife. I want to fucking be with my kids. Okay, this is all great. I see it. I see it fucking tumbling in the, in the deep sky, hurtling towards us. <gasps> Slide up the pen. <laughs> Hit that bad boy about oh. three times as that thing comes in. And I, I already know how to navigate where I'm going. <laughs> I, I just already opened the door that I already know exists in there. That's a real interesting thought experiment. Because where do you go? I got an idea. It's nice to come back. But if I already knew I wasn't coming back, I don't know. I'd probably just eat it. I'd probably just eat it face on, you know. But DMT pen? No, no, the fucking asteroid, the fucking meteorite. I don't know if it works like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Can you just, just eat it? Yeah, I just <laughs> take it right. I'd get hit right in the head with That's it. That's interesting too. But what? But what if? What if you know you were in the throes of a of a, of a trip in the infinite? Something as powerful. And I'm not talking about 
not that you can't get to these amazing places on you know mushrooms or acid or or uh, uh, ayahuasca you certainly can or mescaline you can but then there's like these ones that are rocket ships like dmt and 5meo dmt and ketamine where you go to you go to a place so quickly that is it's eerily familiar for being a place you've never been before right like that's how i would that's how i would explain it like i don't know what it is but i know it feels like home i know it feels god to me and i haven't feels like home I haven't felt, had that feeling since high school to where I was like, I'm bought in on the God thing. And when I did that, I go, I had no intention of having that feeling whatsoever. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's wild. I don't know. That's, That's just a- I had no intention of feeling that. And it totally yeah. – it came over my body like when your kid gives you a dude. fucking hug when it's they the need you. It's the fucking best, bud. And I was like – Oh, that's an interesting feeling from this. It's so funny because, you know, people on the outside that maybe just don't understand, like, sometimes it it sounds like we're talking about drugs. We are. That's one one of the topics on our show. But I'm also saying that sometimes we're talking about straight religion, like pure belief uh, in something, something that makes me want to enjoy my time here while I can because I know that this part is very temporary, but I I carry no anxiety with me because I feel as though what I've been reminded of on the other side of this thing is a place that I am very comfortable in. That's good. Very comfortable in. That's good. And so and like I feel like that's I feel like that's what are you gonna be scared of? We talk about sacraments. Like, you know, we don't like like all kinds of different religions have different sacraments. I grew up taking communion, you know, like the idea that we were buying in, we were going to eat God. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, hey, guys, you were right. You were fucking, <laughs> you were on. But yeah, yeah. Well, the, thing that, the thing that you like, not the same. <laughs> Close. But the idea is there. Yeah, the idea is the there. The idea is there. And, and you're I ruining it for the youth. That. And I can, uh, yes. Yes. Um, once we get to space, it is a vacuum, so laws of physics behave differently. No friction with air, infinite no momentum. That's interesting. They were talking about the other day on the um, Aubrey Marcus podcast about how the surface of the sun is actually cold, right? Right near the surface of the sun, it's actually very cold because it's a vacuum so that, that there's nothing to heat up. Yeah. So, like, technically, you think you'd get closer to the sun and be like, oh, it's so yeah. fucking hot. No, the like, radiation no. melts you, but yeah, but, yeah it's yeah, not the heat. No heat. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, that's kind of fucking weird. <gasps> it is. It needs a little, needs a little something to uh, throw the heat off of. Hey, bub, we're a little overdue on a break. What? I got a tinkle. I got a tinkle, too. I got a tinkle. Good thing we got. Oh. I got a tinkle on my butt. All right. Well, after these messages, we'll, get, we'll give you guys an update on that. But uh, I think we're gonna be joined by a friend. We're gonna we do some. Friends? We're gonna do some art. No, nowhere near this fucking table, though. Yeah, let's get let's <laughs> do it in the art room out there. Um, are you guys, gonna paint? We'll, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, are you? I got one that I'm finishing up. She wanted to bring it here and finish it on the show so we could have it for the studio. It's kind of cool. Do we just get like a cover yeah, for this? Okay, we'll get a big old thing. It's all right. We're gonna be good, guys. This is guys, the. This is our. This is, this is our, our sponsor. These are our sponsors. These are our sponsors. sponsors. 
five. I got a butt tingle. Welcome back. Hoosier Sophisticate Show. Hour three. Uh, we got deep there. My buddy Steve-O, he was on one. I think we're going to be joined by a guest. We're going to do a little bit of art. I need to get some kind of uh, cloth, probably, to put on old Bessie here. On a reclaimed beauty built by the uh, ever-talented, uh, ever-so-talented uh, Dan Hendrickson. My goodness. I f- Dude, I can't get enough of it. I know I've been talking about it a lot, and I plan to for the rest of time. I will never take this thing for granted. It's the greatest gift uh, I've ever been given. Been given some pretty nice gifts. Been, uh, I mean, the fact that I have to share it with Steve kind of sucks, but uh, I've been given some pretty nice gifts in my time. And uh, this one, I mean, this one just kind of lets everybody know what's up, doesn't it? Anywho, what are you guys up to today? I'm going to go to the chat line here, see what's going on here. Heather says Steve gets nothing. Oh, Steve's not in here for this. That's unfortunate. Maybe uh, maybe he'll be here next time. Can I fucking go? That's all right. Should we leave it unlocked? But it is time. <laughs> it's cheese time. Oh. <laughs> it's trash cheese time. I'm not doing trash Come cheese. Come on. No. Do no, the I trash get cheese. I my balls in the buffalo sauce. <laughs> you do the trash cheese. Fine. <laughs> I need trash cheese. Why aren't you eating trash cheese, dude? Come on. You ain't got a hair on them. I don't like You ain't got a hair on them, bud. I'll puke. Okay, yeah, don't puke. I'm going to puke thinking about it. (laughs) Don't do that. You want me to puke? Not necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, on your stuff, that'd be great. That'd be great. I really Cool, yeah, nobody wants to eat trash cheese. That's fair. (laughs) Just thinking about it? Just eating cheese out of the trash? I'm not above eating food out of the trash. I'm just not eating that food out of the trash. It's 9.20 in the morning. What am I going to do with cheese from Taco Bell from yesterday? Cold canned cheese it's it's cheese in a bag bud and it's just uh please i'm actually gonna puke (laughs) (laughs) steve's feeling a little queasy i am feeling queasy you for real feeling queasy oh my god he's a precious fella he's a precious fella dude i watched this thing about the uh the Mayans the other night and like how advanced they were in astronomy. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> right, bud. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, bud. Yeah, right. What did they know about? Um, about anything? Yeah. They knew that a good old fashioned sacrifice. Steve gets nothing. I'm on my way. Steve gets nothing. 
I was thinking that'd be a little, little flat guy. What do you mean? This is my end there. No. No. The splash. <laughs> it needs a bigger splash guard. Yeah, maybe. A hilt. I need a bigger. You need a big old hilt. Otherwise, this is just going to get all pruny. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Put your fucking galoshes on, bud. <coughs> That's fair. What do you think will work, right. my phone or the dildo? Oh, your phone's fucked, bud. I wouldn't do that. Last dilly. Anybody want to come into the store today? Are you smacking the microphone? Yep. Oh, they, they, yeah, they love that, yeah. They Sorry. Love that. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I drink my coffee. The Mayans believe that the... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. I know you're not. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you're not done. No, you're not. <laughs> this is, dude. We just got someone kicked out of our group for an Elaine Benes meme. What do you think? It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. There's something wrong with you. You could probably start an OnlyFans. <laughs> it won't do that. Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> fucking super spreader laugh my ass off fucking su- I'll super spread something bud I mean your butt cheeks <laughs> that's what I mean by that I ain't gonna spread it that far yeah well I'm gonna stick it in this way <laughs> <laughs> get in there get in there oh, I'm gonna turn it 360 in there like a fucking baton bud you're looking color guard like a you got that one good I huh? felt so powerful yeah you you, you wield it with um Oops, someone got down there. Uh. <laughs> you know, if you would have told me 20 years ago this is what I'd be doing right you now, I'd say, say, yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Good for me. Good morning, cocksuckers. Okay. Who the fuck? <laughs> Good morning. That's bullshit. Oh, fuck my ass. What is our audio off? This thing holds a dildo perfectly. Would you look at that? Oh, would you look Did at it? Did you that? look at it? What are you doing? Oh, uh, no one cares. And you don't need your laptop. Why don't you plug it in over here, butt butt? How about you don't fucking talk to me like that? How about you plug it in right over here, butt butt? Here's a plug, little butt butt. Or you could take that green extension cord. Guys, you can follow the show on YouTube and Twitch. That's probably the best places to check it out, okay? So maybe you subscribe on Twitch. If you haven't, we're 170. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing, bud? Why? 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 What did you just do? Why would you unplug the main thing? There's there's literally an outlet just re- willing. I don't know what's going on. I just took it. What else is that connected to? The camera? I mean, it's good, but it's connected to your fucking TV, pal. You got room for a little bottle of lube in there, too. Yeah, we do. 
Oh, Devin. there's room for all Devin, kinds of Devin Lavalley, sixty-nine. I like Devin Lavalley. It's been a while since Devin Lavalley joined us. Yeah, Devin's a been, real he's a real piece treat. Real treat that guy is. Who's your favorite Devin? Who's my favorite Devin? Sawa. Good call. I was gonna say uh, Devin from Big Mouth. Devin the dude. There's not many famous Devins. There's a handful of famous Devins, right? Uh oh. Who else you got? Uh oh. Who else you uh Devin 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 Duran? No, it's Daryl Duran. Um Famous Devins. Um follow us on Instagram too. We've got our Instagram's on fire right now, bud. I'm looking at it and it's like, whoa! Easy. My phone, like, Whoa! Give me third degrees, dog. <laughs> See, look. <laughs> Give me third See? degrees, dog. Yeah. Give me third degrees, dog. Okay. Dang, whose is that? Looks like some straight dank. That does look pretty healthy, bud. Is that you? You the guy? Is that the same? Uh, I'm the bar? guy. Is there a filter on either one of those? Maybe a little vintage filter on that one? Something to give a little... Will. Yeah. Yeah, I put filters on everything. Oh, that one doesn't look filtered. Well, what would you know? I'm just I'm just saying. What would you know? I know that it, it appears that you're growing some really quality medicine there. I buddy. am. It's Bo. He's helping me. Talk to Bo in a while? Yeah. How's he Always. doing? How's he doing? Great. Remember the movie Dick Tracy? Yeah. With Madonna, Madonna, and, and don't Beatty. tell me Warren Beatty. Mm-hmm. No, there's and there's some there's some big ones in it, but you can keep yeah, going. That's all I remember. Bad guy was Al Pacino. No, Al Pacino. Dustin Hoffman was. Dustin Hoffman was in that. Yeah, game? he was the Mumbles. Oh, that's right, dude. Dick Tracy really was my fucking shit as a kid. I, I wonder really if it. it holds up. Kids liked it. I loved it. And when I when I, he talked into his watch, I'm like, get the fuck out of it's here. It's kind of scary. People can talk into their watches. I know. I had one. And now now Jason's. Yeah, like the McDonald's had a yeah. toy that was like a Dick Tracy little deal in it. You press it and it would have like a couple of pre-recorded. Man, Warren Beatty. Oof. Handsome laddie. Bud. Isn't that what Carly Simon's You're So Vain? Isn't that who it was about? Oh, for real? I believe so. Let's look that up. I believe so. I think it's uh, it's rumored to be either him or Mick Jagger. About James Taylor. Oh, James Taylor. Not Mick Jagger. <clears throat> no, that's a... Oh, Simon confirms the song is not about Taylor or Jagger. It's about Warren Beatty. I'll bet she did say that. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> She's had a famous lineup of... Carly uh, Simon admits You're So Vain is about Warren Beatty. Oh, really? 2015. Uh, I'm uh, not signing up for your newsletter. The singer definitively cites ex-boyfriend Beatty as one of several targets of her classic Getting Even song. Warren Beatty's no longer just a cloud in her coffee. He's also a confirmed subject of the 1972 hit You're So Vain. That song is fucking trash. Dude. It makes me want to die. I fuck you. You're so vain. So vain. You probably think this song is about you. You're so and Warren Beatty's like, yeah, yeah. What? We we just broke up, and I'm very handsome. This song's this not song about you, Warren. About I mean, anyone. 
Um, she boned up Warren Beatty, Michael Crichton, David Geffen, Chris Christofferson, Terrence Malick, Jack Nicholson, Cat Stevens, James Taylor, and John Travolta, and possibly even Marvin Gaye and Mick Jagger and Sean Connery. You're kidding me. I mean, she was She ben... looks like Steven Tyler. She does look like Steven Tyler a little bit. That's, she that's does not look like she Steven did not Tyler. bone all those guys. Dude, she's got a pretty good little stable. She was married to James Taylor for 11 years. Well, James Taylor is... Dude, the, that right there is awful. one of the most terrifying pictures I've ever seen. Well, what's happened? <laughs> what happened to her? I, I, oh, I guess is, she was pretty hot back in the day. This is mean. I don't want to do this. Yeah, this, is, this is mean. Let me see what Carly Simon looked like in the 70s. Yeah, she looks. she's pretty. Uh-oh. Repulsive Donald Trump was all over Carly Simon. Maybe it's a song about him. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you ever, like, have people just, like, continue to tell you a story that, like, you've heard, you've accepted, and you're like, okay, cool, great. Yeah, every day when I get here with you. And you get it. Uh, yeah, she was pretty good looking back in the day. Uh, <clears throat> I could see where she boned them all up. For sure. Good for her. She, yeah. Got that superstar Punani. <laughs> Punani, punani. The only time it's made me want to die was in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Well, the whole movie made me want. Oh, stop it. You've watched that movie. You, you, you be nice about Matthew McConaughey. Uh, you be, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a, it's a masterpiece. Is that it's the the, it sets the standard for chick flicks. Craig. Curl Warrior King. Curl Warrior King. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Sets the standard for chick flicks. I think Jen likes that movie. I think a or lot of people like that movie. I hate about you. Well, that one's a good one. Yeah, that's Heath Ledger. And, uh, what's her name? Jessica mm. Style. What's her name? Some style. Julia Styles. Yeah, she's fine. She's just fine. I, <clears throat> I've never really got. I don't, I don't really get it. I don't really get it. I don't. Was was, was what was the dance movie that she was in? Ugh. Knocked up. <laughs> no. <laughs> stage right. Center stage. No. Center stage was good though. Remember that? I don't think I've seen it. It had a the chicken. No, what's the dance movie? Never. Uh, where she's like she's doing one of these. Dude, step step not step up. Oh, what the what the. Let me fuck? look it up. Let me look it up. You look it. That's just gonna kill me. Hang on a second. Uh, Let me look it up. Uh, oh, you got. Come on, bud. Come on, bud. Come on, bud. I don't. I step. begins with an S. It's four words. Save the last dance. Yeah, dude, oh, dude. <laughs> That's a pretty solid hint. Save the last dance. And who was the dude in it? Uh, it wasn't Tay Diggs. It was uh, Tyson Bedford. Tyson? No, no, it was not him. I made that it was up. not the. I like Ralph how you go Lorenzo. Tyson Bedford. No. no. Um, Dwayne Adler. No. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Also no. Yes. Sean Patrick Thomas? Yes. Nobody's heard of that guy. I know. He didn't do much. No, this is not who I'm... Come on. Save the last dance. Malachi, dude! Who was that? Sean Patrick Thomas? Oh, fuck off. That's that guy's name? Yeah. Nobody knows that. He's only 5'8". What else is he? <laughs> huh? What else was he in? 
Remember he was in were, all kinds of stuff. Remember they were sitting on the thing? Dang. And they were doing the bring your chair over here. Oh, dude. I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's got you get like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, do and she's like, <laughs> over here? And then over here? Do I do it like that? And then over here? And then over here? Do I do it like that? And he's like, no, he's got to go. No, he's got to fucking feel it, girl. Mm-hmm. Got to feel it, girl. Mm-hmm. Come on. Feel it? Feel it? Yeah. Feel it? 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 We have a guest. I'm uh-uh. going to go get her. Mm-mm. I'm going to get her. Okay. Should I? Yeah. I'll go get her, too. I'm uh, supposed to go get her. Hey, hey, are you out front? You're on the air. No, no, I'm not. But so I'm on the air. So yay for GPS because it loves me so damn much. Oh, did you get lost? <laughs> it took me to the one in Farmington, and I knew it was the fastest, and so I probably won't get to be on today. Well, I'll tell you what. Anytime you want to come in here and paint. Uh, we can just make oh, it happen. That, that poor girl well, drove all the you're way in, in, in. You're in I Farmington? I wish you would. You still got to come by. Okay, well, I'm already down here, so now I have to drive back 30 minutes later. So <laughs> oh. Really it's not on GPS. Like, Send her the address, bud. Have... Send her the address, bud. Uh, you do need the address now? Yeah, can you text me? Please? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right, thank you. Sorry, Heather. That is heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. So she had to go down there and deal with the Farmington store? Come on, bud. It's not even open yet. Oh, they don't even open until 10. Bunch of heathens. Oh, no. Jason's probably down there. All right. Here's the deal, Pimple. Take over here for a second. Poor Heather. Poor Heather. Uh, she. That's like a dude. That was like an hour and mm. hour and forty five minute drive from where she's at. Here's where we're at. I got it on a map now. If she needs to see it. I, I just sent it to building. her. Six three out two eight. Hey, six three out two eight, bud. Yeah. That's tough. Is that right? All right. Thank you for your patience, ladies and gentlemen. Are you going to play us some gentle drumming? I thought we were going to. You want me to take over? Well, yeah, I'm done now. I didn't hear that nope, one. Nope, okay. I did not hear that one. Uh, Geo Styles screwed up. 
what uh, oh cruel intentions was the one that i was trying to think what he was in bud Mm, he was in that. Yeah, he was he Selma was. Blair's uh, tutor yes. for the cello, maybe? Uh, or what was it that she was playing? Skin flout. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Male organ. <laughs> Male organ. His oboe. 60 credits uh, he has as an actor. 60 credits mm-hmm. left in college. Mm-hmm. Long way to go. Um, I'm into it. I just feel like you saw him a bunch of places, like in the early early aughts. You know, he was on in a bunch of movies, late '90s. Not another teen movie. He's just in a lot of different stuff. But what's the difference between a banjo and an Uzi submachine gun? The Uzi only repeats forty times. What's the difference between a banjo and a chainsaw? Are these banjo jokes? Is that really you can good? turn off a chainsaw? <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, first off, I love the banjo. What's the difference between a banjo and a Harley Davidson? What you can tune a Harley? Real funny. What do you get when you cross a turkey with a banjo? What? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that one. It's horrible. No, you should. You should. You should sit in your shit. <laughs> a turkey that can pluck itself. Oh, uh, you didn't want me to have do a that. little bit of class, would you? Do. Have just a little bit of class. Okay, fine. You wanted to hear some French horn jokes. What do you get when you cross a French horn player with a goalpost? A goalpost that can't march. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote these. That that's also number three. It's number one and number three. <laughs> that, that's because it's that's double. the greatest French horn joke ever told. How many French horn players does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Just one. He'll spend two hours checking the bulb for alignment and leaks. Dude, this is the best. You, I want to hear all of these. How do you make a trombone sound like a French horn? How's that? Oh, you put your hand in the bell and miss a ton of notes. Oh, I, that's actually one of my moves. How do horn players traditionally greet each other? How? A fist in the anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do horn players traditionally treat, greet each other? Hi, I did that piece in junior high. Yeah, man. That's that's how I... Uh, oh, another light bulb joke. <clears throat> um, how do you get your viola section to sound like the horn section? How's that? Have them miss every other note. <laughs> Why does everyone hate the French horn... Right away. Why? It saves them time. <laughs> dude, I like that some band geeks are just sitting around. What is this, dude? Roasting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, the fu- that, that fucking goalpost shit is... I'm telling that joke from now on. What do you throw a drowning French horn player? His French <laughs> His horn French case. His French horn case. <laughs> what? Why the hell the French horn? This seems like very... Uh, Anti Franco. What do you call a beautiful girl on the arm of a French horn player? A tattoo. Because <laughs> no way a French horn no guy way. getting any pussy. Not at all. <laughs> the least pussy getting people in all of the marching band. Uh. Seems seems strong. Seems seems like a really strong. Oh, what is the perfect weight for a French horn player? Uh. Uh, what 
three and a half pounds, including the urn. Oh my good dude. This is borderline cyberbullying. Dude, they they go on and on and on and on and on. St. Peter is checking IDs at the pearly gates and first comes in a Texan. Tell me what you've done in your life, says St. Peter. The Texan says, well, I struck oil. I became rich. I didn't sit on my laurels. I divided the money amongst my family, so our descendants will be be set for three generations. St. Peter says, ooh, that's uh, quite something. Come on in. Next. The second guy in line has been listening. So he says, I struck it big in the stock market. I didn't selfishly just provide for my own like that Texan guy. I donated $5 million to save children. Wonderful, says St. Peter. Come in. Who's next? The third guy has been listening and says timidly with a downcast look, <clears throat> well, I only made $5,000 my entire lifetime. Heaven, St. Peter said. What instrument did you play? French horn? Is there any other hate for any other instrument as much as this one? What do you got? Which one do you want to hear? What do you get when a French man pulls your horn? My favorite one ever. How do you get five oboes to stay in tune? Oh, we're coming for the woodwinds now, baby. Shoot four of the people playing them. <laughs> what are burning oboes used for? To set bassoons on fire? Dude, what's why why the hate for the double reeds? Like that's not cool. Why is a bassoon better than an oboe? Why? It burns in a pile longer. <laughs> <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get the fuck away from the oboe <laughs> recital. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> get the fuck away from the oboe recital. Uh, what do you throw a drowning oboe player? His oboe case? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that kind of goes. That kind of goes. That's any of them. What does an oboe? What does an oboe and a lawsuit have in common? What everyone is relieved when the case is closed. What do all great oboists have in common? What's that? They're all dead. Oh my what the fuck is that? You're telling me there's not a world class <laughs> oboe one. player right now? Who's the best oboe player in the world? <laughs> That's what I'm. Who's looking the world renowned oboist? Who is renowned as the greatest uh, oboist? Rust, Rust Luna. Swiss Heinz Hollinger. Oh, really? I'm getting Rust Luna and Jennifer Paul. The most important oboist alive is probably the Swiss Heinz Hollinger, also a composer and director. He has a great quantity of music recorded. Various composers have written works for him, and he was the teacher of many very well-known oboists. Yep, this is Swiss. Look at this oboe. Dang, baby. Dude, oboe's my Ooh. shit. I love fucking double reed instruments. They're cool as shit. We're gonna get we're gonna get flagged there, bud. Uh Albrecht Meyer from Germany, also. Uh, I mean he's the principal oboist at the Berlin Philharmonic. So you know that joke just isn't landing with me. Alright? It's insinuating that there aren't world class oboists, and there are guys who take great pride 
in their oboe playing skills, uh, as they should. You ever you ever get dude like Spongle will have some oboe stuff going on in there, and I'm a fan, man. I like that sound. A double reed sound. I love the double reed sound. Thank you. Bud. Thank you. I am you, with you. One hundred you, million big bassoon percent. guy. You big bassoon guy. I love the bassoon. You big bassoon. And no one ever talks about the bassoon. Nobody talks about ever. the bassoon. And I'm tired of it. I'm to be fucking straight, flat out tired. To be of it. quite honest with you, I I need to see more bassoon players. You know, everyone's like, hey, oh, the bassoon fingering chart. Um, what's the one in there? Okay, that is the bassoon. Same dude, Albrecht Holder. Bassoon player. The bassoon is the one where you play it Big out, guy. and it's got the, but it's got a little yeah, it's pipe got a little that, pipe comes, that to comes down and yeah. double read on the end of it. I love it. It's fucking awesome, bud. It's fucking awesome. What are the other double read instruments? Uh, oboe, bassoon. There's a deeper one. Is there? No, the oboe's the deepest one. No, the bassoon's deeper. The oboe's the. Oh really? Oboe's the little guy. No, oboe's little, littler than like a clarinet. Uh, yeah. No, I mean it's fuck no. It's similar, similar in size. It's a little. It's it's not much. Oboe versus bassoon. Oboe versus a bassoon. Is the oboe the only double reeds are used on the oboe, English horn, bass oboe, hecklephone? Oh, the hecklephone. Bassoon, contra bassoon. I think that's the. Uh, Sarusophone, shawm, bagpipes, not a swarum, and shenai. They are typically not used in conjunction with the mouthpiece. Rather, the two reeds vibrate against each other. Dude, how about the, uh, uh, my sister's got a shrewdy box. Yeah. And that thing is, it's a brilliant invention. Like, it's it's such an interesting, it, you have you can have infinite sound because of the bellow. And you can find any frequency you want to do and just put a constant. I love Put a frequency out there. It is the shit. They are so cool. That is so cool. When we're done here, bud, when we do our little Instagram reel, we're going to rock out to some fucking rock bassoon. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready for bassoon I'm fucking ready for rock bassoon. Bassoon rock. I mean, if we can have a a rock flautist. like Uh, Jenny uh, plays the clarinet. I played clarinet in high school. Of course you did. I did. Of course you did. (laughs) You and my wife have so much in common. It's awesome. It's fun. It's fun. I was last year. Um, Me and my buddy Scotty Smolsky. He was this kid from Chicago. I was this kid from St. Louis. We both just both love baseball. He's a big Cubby fan. And our fucking You like the Cubs? He's from Chicago. That's right. He gets free pass. Gross. And uh, I'm a Cardinal fan. We'd always fucking give each other shit back and forth. The Cubs were abysmal. You're wearing Cubby blue, right? I am wearing Cubby blue today. Um, I'm wearing my Mizzou hat. I'm wearing my Missouri hat. Don't you're even. wearing St. Louis blue blues. I'm wearing my fucking Missouri hat. Oh. Where is that star? Well, if you're being honest. St. Charles, that's Warrington. actually probably about Bourbon, War- Missouri. Warrington? Bourbon. Bourbon Mo. You think? I know. Why do you know that? Because it's where the factory is from. Oh, let's check it. Let's map check it. Pull it up, pal. Let me see. Okay, zoom out. Pull here. it up, pal. Uh, no. Yes. No. Please. No. Afraid not. You can see that's Wade. No. Yeah, that's it. It's, a, it's right there. No. 
It needs to be lower. Dead ringer. Buddy. It needs to be about uh, any lower, and you're going to be in centimeter. Rollet, centimeter. You're going to be in Rollet if you go any lower. Matter of fact, you go straight down from there, you're going to end up at the big. Are piney. you dumb? You're going to go. You're going to end up at the big piney, Jack. Look at the look at the little curve in in our state right there around St. Louis, and look where that's at, south of it, bud. It's not. It's it's almost to the north of it. No, it's not. You're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, that's where it's supposed to be bourbon. You um, know what's interesting? I was thinking the other day too about uh, we were talking about how you could uh, remote view and kind of transverse dimensions. Everything. Ha- how would you do that, right? So I was trying to think. Well, what's the what's the way to do that? Math, probably coordinates, because anywhere on Earth, I mean, it's true that if I'm at longitude uh, latitude. Latitude right here that they do, they can uh, make those coordinates, right? Then if I go fucking over here, it's like different coordinates, isn't it? Like slightly all the fucking numbers, like yeah, they can pinpoint you damn near anybody. Yeah, I mean, you you would think that you would, yeah, that it's gridded all the way down. I don't know, I don't know how accurate they've got the. I'm sure that they have that defense systems have the 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 Earth mapped to the. I would think the edge. I mean, you know, like, or, well, the maybe the centimeter or five centimeter or something like that. Like, dude, Uh, they can put a rocket up a fucking mosquito's ass if they want to. I don't know why they end up hitting fucking weddings and shit, but I think that's more on bad intel. They don't fucking, I mean, where they want to put a fucking, a rocket, they put a fucking rocket. That's true. Um, Um, But I was thinking, what about, like, coordinates? throughout the galaxy that you figure out whatever the code is that almost like <clears throat> the time machine from back to the future. It's like, Oh, kind of jot these in and you go back. So it's like a space time coordinate rather than the coordinates of just what we've created for this 3d, uh, almost 2d dimension, I guess, longitude and uh, latitude that if you had a 3D, even 4D dimension, that if we could <clears throat> figure out what exactly that is, then you could type in the components and whatever energy device shifted you to that time and space Im- immediately at that moment. You just had to write. You didn't know the coordinates even existed until like, oh, shit, no, actually, there's a fucking mathematical equation for fucking everything out there. Yeah, I think, like, you know, if... Uh, if there's any um, truth to like simulation theory, and I actually read an article where this guy was like, eh, simulation theory is probably not a thing, this mathematician. Um, but like, if, if it was, you would think that eventually you can find something to put the coordinates into a machine. If it is indeed a simulation, you would find something that you can make that, you can offer that math to, that coordinate to, for the, for the simulation to compute and bring you to that place. So if we were in a simulation, you would think if you can figure out a way to fucking put the code into the fucking program that you're in, you can move across the fucking... Yeah. You, you could just boot into yeah. a different fucking program. Like when you press the button on your fucking Xbox into a different game, it's just like... Totally. Boot yep, up another just load, one. load up a new one. <clears throat> yeah. And then I always think of the AI, too, where eventually we'll get to the point where we are creating universes with a single thought, uh, the Minecraft edition of the brain, you know, to where, like, oh, I don't have to use these joysticks anymore to create this wall that's pixelated. I can go. (coughs) And what I like when she's walking around in Inception, when she's first getting the hang of the world, Elliot Page, Mm -hmm. uh, when she's doing the whole thing. 
And she's like, oh, closing the mirror doors. It's like, oh, if I'm crafting that as I'm going. But then that's when the, 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 the aspects of reality really start to bend. And, and your old perceptions of what reality used to be are shattered into a million pieces. And I don't know if that's good for the psyche. I don't know. Or maybe it's the greatest thing for the yeah, psyche. I, I think that's how you defrag, <laughs> yeah. right? I think you fucking, in order to kind of, it's like cleaning fucking plaque, man. You're, fucking, you're just like cleaning all the, you got to break all the shit apart and get it off of there and put it all back together. Um, something just... Uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, societally uh, woke conversation just kind of struck me there. So Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page, right? So as you're speaking about Elliot Page, who was Ellen Page at the time of making Inception, when you describe Elliot's character, uh, you instinctively, you know, say, you know, her character, because she was clearly, to the eyes... Ellen. I didn't know what to say. I'm, I'm just curious. Like, I, you know, I just did a quick shift. With all, with all respect, uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm searching for like, would then. So there's a there's this whole thing. I mean, she's in the spotlight, right? So it's not like other trans people who maybe, um, you know, we talk about like dead names and shit like that. So yeah, I mean, she has fame built around her dead what name. would now be her dead name. Yeah. You know? Uh, and characters that were performed by. Just, just call Elliot's. me fucking Blorf four nine seven two. Okay, just fucking uh, number me up. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm absolutely going to lose call me you. on the name. I know. Fucking, I know. Like I don't. I'll just call you Elliot. You want to be called Elliot? Fucking call, call me fucking, fucking whatever. Yeah. No, no your your Blorf. What was it? One, one three, three seven six six. Oh, okay, I changed. Blorf thirteen seventy six. Yeah, got it. Do do Blorf seventeen seventy six Blorf seventeen seventy six Freedom baby. Yeah. Uh, Is that uh, Calendy? Can we? Can we? Uh, not yet, but we're close. We can't. We can't blow our load on it. Not yet, but we're close. Okay, I am also thinking about getting uh, uh, the people who are still hanging on with us for our third hour. I fucking love you guys. Yeah, um, you're our I favorites. Wanna, easily our favorites. Yeah, easy, easily our favorites. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna do a little camp trip. I think here in the end of February, just a a little old fashioned uh, drinking whiskey and and rye sitting around a and campfire, and sitting around the campfire, trying to stay warm with your with your buddies. Just you and your buddies huddling up, just trying to stay warm with each other because it gets so cold at the night. And then you go knock on your buddy's tent in the middle of the night and say, "I'm cold." And he says, "Well, climb in here, sailor." And you're like, "Okay, I just want to keep my feet warm." And he's like, "Well, your feet are like ice cubes." And it's like, "I know, it's crazy." And it's an old school camping trip. You know what I mean? Where you just bundle up, we'll sit around the fire. We'll oh, I love get that a little shit. tipsy. If you want to take a fucking you know excursion in the woods, you can. Like we hope that the uh, we're gonna do it somewhere around Farmington, I think, so we can get the freaking Matthews family out there. Yeah, I said it. So now you gotta come. All right. So yeah, if we come all the way down there. Yeah, and you don't come. That's gonna be a yuck. problem, friend. Um, Silver Mines is closed. I looked that up. So it might have to be at St. Francis State Park or St. Joe. If someone has an area that they know might be a good spot for a little camp trip i'm thinking probably 20 people will come i don't think that many camping in the cold sucks balls if you're not prepared like it can be one of the worst things ever oh it can be rough um i'll fucking i sleep in the van turn the heat on about every hour i fucking press my little button heat the fucking car up a little bit and oh, call it a night. 
Lay on that frozen block of ice and if you lay near the fire though, not bad. you stay warm. Yeah, it's crazy bad. how much heat the fire. We're so we're gonna need wood is mainly the main thing. If we have a big bonfire, we're gonna be good to go. So I wanted to throw that out there. Um and then you know, thank you for everybody who's fucking I'm, in. I'm gonna uh just following along with the fire. I'm gonna do a little polar plunge for sure. Sure. That's it. on that action. Like it. Okay. I like it. You're moving your head all around. Oh, geez. That thing's going to pop right off your head there. Good Lord. Can you maneuver it off your head? I don't think so. Uh, You're not trying hard enough. We just talked about stuff that you could do with your brain. The force is real. Let's see if I can get it to come off. Nope. Please stop doing that face. <laughs> Polar plunge is only smart when you can warm up again, moron. I camped in 43 to get through right. weather, snuggle up to Heather, and didn't die. That's the whole point of it, Jack. Yeah, snuggle time. Uh, snuggle, snuggle, snuggles for days. The whole point of it is uh, when you come out of the water, the cold air now feels warm. Is that it? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's my jam. I'm serious. You do that shit. Like, I, I'll, I'll do it in March. I'll go out there. I walk out there. I sit under the water for, I don't know, whatever, five, ten minutes. Jesus. Come out. And when you come out, dude, it like all of the blood rushes to your fucking, to, your, to the surface of your skin. And you feel, dude, you feel like a fucking charged battery. Like, it is awesome. It is my jam. I fucking love it. Benefits of the cold plunge and the Japanese fur <coughs> tub. <clears throat> this is what happens to your body during a polar bear plunge. What happens to it? This. Oh, cool. People take uh, the plunge off and feel invigorated. You know what he, like, uh... like they've downed a shot, a, a shot glass of pure energy. Yeah. Pure Dopamine, serotonin. They all come out to play. Um, you want to play a song? Yep. What song you want to play? The good one. The good one. What's the good one, bud? What's the good yeah, one? Tell them about our sponsors. Our sponsors. I would love to tell them about our sponsors because right now, Native Hemp Extract, what you do, you need to go to HoosierSophisticate.com or you can go to NativeHempExtract.com. Okay? When you enter code HOSO at checkout, you're going to get a significant discount off of your entire order. Right now, they have these Delta 8 gummies that are probably my favorite uh, cannabis-derived product in the game. It's I love Delta 8 THC. I think it is fantastic. And right now, you can get it cheaper than you can get anywhere by using code HOSO at checkout at nativehempextract.com. It's going to ship right to your door. Yeah. There are like eight states that don't allow it. So if you live in one of those, I'm sorry about you. It is what it is. Oddly enough, many of them are full rec legal states. Um, Bungeon Property Group, they want to help you uh, buy your dream home. Uh, they want to help you sell your old home. And they want to talk to you in a way that is pretty erotic about real estate. Extremely erotic. In the middle of the night. So if you call Adam Bundren in the middle of the night, you can get real erotic talking real estate. Um, Ms. Marketing, they do stuff. They help you. They help you get your brand, your organization in front of people that want to uh, work with your brand. 
And do that, yeah. And that. And also stalkers. Like, that's the thing is they're they're beating. Actually, you know what? They've they found a way to completely bypass stalkers. So you can rest assured that as long as you have them doing your, your, your digital marketing and putting your brand in front of the people you want to be in front of, they're going to avoid all predator online predators. Yep. That's that's yep. one thing that he can he can almost guarantee almost guarantee. James almost Carlton guaranteed. State Farm is the best State Farm agency. Our buddy Jameson Dubs earlier said that they're Same saving them a ton of money, like a buck and a half a month. Can you believe that? Uh, I can't believe it because I got a text. I got a text on Christmas Eve, and uh, said my rate was going down at the start of the new year. So, uh, fuck yeah, bud. Fuck yeah, pal. Um, and then, uh, Sweet Leaf Emporium. We're at Sweet Leaf Emporium in Festus. Our friend Heather accidentally drove to Sweet Leaf Emporium in Farmington. Um, but she's still going to come here. She's going to visit with us. What we do is we sell high quality, uh, glass. Uh, we sell CBD products, Kratom products. Uh, we cultivate a community around here that we hope is going to change the world. We we're building a nation here, right? Nation builders. We're nation builders, pal. 2021 is the year of expansion and it's going to take this entire core group of people coming together and just Activate shooting love out of their cosmic Tits. antennas to reach all of those uh that that need to hear the messages uh that's what's happening here at the sweet leaf emporium studios in festus and uh spanish society outreach vibe tribe brian kessler the guys just all throughout the holidays uh, took care of a bunch of people. Got himself the vid, man. Got himself the vid doing all this good. That's how you get repaid, you know. Um, so uh, our thoughts and prayers and well wishes to the entire Kessler family uh, who got it. And um, other than that, uh, Bo knows how to grow. He knows how to grow hydro. And Steve's sending pictures of his, uh, of his plants. He posted them on Instagram the other day. And it's clear that uh, Steve uh, went in Sawbo. Oh. Went in Sawbo. I know Bo. And you, when you go in Sibo, you know Hydro. That's what's happening here, guys. Uh, Steve, are you going to play a song and get us out of here? Ah, probably. I'm supposed to do this. Jason told me to do this. I said, bring it up, out, and point it down. Oh, what does he know? I know. That's what I always say. How do they make Delta 8? It is extracted from hemp. They all uh, different temperatures, different cannabinoids uh, at different temperatures, and that's how they distill it.
Good show. Great ending. Great ending today. Not a bad ending. Let me do that one. Stop. Ah. Uh, Cowabunga. Cowabunga. <laughs>